It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk cheese. Recorded live. Hello, and thank you for joining us today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday, June 4th, 2017, and I'm your host, Renata. I miss you guys so much. I think this morning is when I really, really realized how much I missed you guys, that I got so excited thinking about this call. I am I am happy to be back. I'm happy to be back. Um, start eight. If you would like to read a scripture or open us up in prayer, star eight. All right. I will do both. Excuse me. Okay. Uh, My Father and our God, we come before you today just thanking you, Lord. Thanking you for another opportunity to come together with like-minded people who are suffering the same types of persecution that we're suffering, Lord, but we know that you will deliver us from all of it, Lord. And I just thank you so much, Lord, for the people that you brought to this call, Lord. I ask that you bless each and every one of them individually according to, uh, to their needs, Lord, according to your riches and glory. I thank you for providing, Lord. I thank you for watching over us, for encamping your angels around us, Lord, and the ones that we love, Lord. I ask you to keep our enemies at bay, Lord, and keep us strong, and just keep us strong in your might, Lord, and keep us moving forward, Lord, because that is your desire, Lord, that we continue to move forward, Lord, knowing that you will help us, that your Holy Spirit will guide us, Lord. Lord, I'm lifting up the person that that is on my heart, Lord, um, my relative, who is being targeted, Lord, and doesn't realize he's being targeted, Lord. And for all of those who are suffering persecution but don't understand why, Lord, just give them grace, Lord, and, and give them mercy and keep them under your arc of safety, Lord, and just help that relative, Lord, because you know his struggles, you know what he's going through, Uh, Open his eyes, Lord, so that he can have wisdom, Lord. Open up his understanding, Lord, and just just protect him, Lord. Just protect him and and all of those who are suffering through this, Lord, because you told us in all our getting, Lord, to get understanding. And sometimes we try to explain these things to people, but they don't receive it, Lord. But you know all things, so I ask you to just, just protect them, Lord, and protect all of those who are going through this, Lord, because this is just a heavy, heavy burden, Lord. But you are the burden lifter, Lord. You can lift every single burden from us, Lord. And I just thank you for the victory, Lord. I invite your presence on this call. I ask, Lord, that you just guide us, Lord, that you continue to to give us understanding and, and give us wisdom. And I thank you for bringing such knowledgeable people to this call, Lord, that can help us to understand, Lord, so that we can continue to move on, Lord. And we know, Lord, that in the end, we will inherit your kingdom, Lord. We're going through all of this for a reason, Lord, and we know it. Just keep us strong. 
Just keep us walking in the faith. Keep us walking in your in your precious light, Lord. And I just thank you, Lord, for everything. And I thank you, Lord, for bringing us back together on this call. In Jesus' name, amen. My heart is sort of heavy today, but but I'm happy to be here. I'm really, really happy to be here. I have a relative. I have several relatives that I know are being targeted. Um, and I've tried, you know, I've tried to explain it to them, but they won't receive it. So just, just keep them lifted up. Uh, one of them is really very heavily targeted right now. And, you know, sometimes people surround themselves with people who they know are not good for them, but they don't have the courage to move on because their self-esteem is, is not where it should be. So um, just just keep my relatives lifted up and keep your relatives lifted up and, and all of those who just, you know, rather not um, learn more about targeting like we've chose to. We have chosen to... Um, to learn more so that we can grow and so that we can successfully um, get through this. But some people just don't want to know, you know, and I have several relatives like that. It's just denial and, and denial is not good. And so just, um, just lift my brother up particularly because he's, he's just always suffered throughout his life in, in many, many ways. He's, he's gone through a lot and, his self-esteem is just not good. He has a handler in his life, and I'm probably just saying too much, but he he's heavy on my heart. So just um, just lift him up if you if you think about him. Makes me sad. It makes me very sad. Okay. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, scripture. Scripture. Let me find a scripture. Okay. Where is my scripture that I know I have? Oh, I'm on the wrong document. All right. The scripture comes from Deuteronomy. Uh, 31 and 6. Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doeth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Okay, so courage. This scripture says be of good courage. Excuse me. You need that courage to face these difficulties that we face, to face the dangers, the pain, the fear, the everything that comes with this. You're going to need courage to get through this. It, it takes courage. It really does. Um, you can't, we, we cannot have that, um, that wimpy um, personality dealing with this. We can't show fear. You know, we have got to walk forward in courage, knowing that God is with us. And as the scripture says, he won't fail us. It feels like he will. Uh, he won't forsake us. It feels like he's not there, but he is. Okay? And the scripture also says, fear not. Okay? We cannot worry about the dangers that are there. 
the evil that's always going to be present. As long as we're in this flesh and this world exists, evil will be present. It will, it's just going to be there. You know, um, we can't. We can't walk. We can't walk in fear because if we do, it's going to hold us back from so many things. We'll never reach our true potential. And these powers to be on this earth, or they think they're in control right now, they rule by fear. That is how they are controlling each and every one of us by fear. The fear of this happening. The fear of that happening. They're controlling this entire world by fear. But this scripture tells us to fear not. Fear not. And it, that's easier said than done. So we have to pray and ask God to remove those fears so that we can go forward. I was thinking over the last couple of days, so many things that I've done in these two weeks since I've been here that I was terribly afraid to do. Simple things. Simple, simple things. Go here. Go there. Just simple things. That's how this program had me. So afraid. So I thank God that he's given me courage now. He's given me courage to just do whatever I want to do. Okay, so read the scripture when you get a moment. Deuteronomy 31 and 6. Amen. Okay. Let's see if we have. Oh, let me just welcome the visitors. There's a couple people that I invited to this call from um, from YouTube. So welcome if you are here and start eight if you'd like to say anything. You don't have to say much. Just let us know you're here. Um, and welcome to everybody. I'm so glad you guys came back. Uh, there were several people who texted me um, the last couple of weeks uh, asking if there was a call. So I guess people forgot that we were going to be on a two-week hiatus. And I'll tell you guys what I did during those couple of weeks. Um, but so hopefully these people know that we're back and, um, and I hope they come to the call because I missed everyone. Sorry, I have to put you guys on mute. I have a runny nose today. Um, so the purpose of this call is to process what's happening to us. Talking about this targeting really, really, really helps. And I can compare that, too, as I said in my prayer, to my brother who is just in denial. He's just in denial. And he has several handlers in his life, so, you know, they're keeping him in the dark. Um, But I can compare, you know, processing, talking about this, coming together with other people who are targeted to people like him who's dealing with it on his own and not really understanding everything that's going on. And I can definitely see the destruction happening much faster to him and to other people like him than it would be to us who are um, enlightening ourselves and acknowledging that something strange is happening in our life. We're acknowledging that and we're coming together and we're learning and we're uh, growing and we're learning how to, how to get through this and how to shield and how to, you know, no signs of deception and all of that. Um, So that's what this call is about, just to talk about those things, because I'm telling you it helps. I I, I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for you guys, you know, and, of course, the Lord um, getting me through all of this. But it it truly, truly helps. So that's one of the purposes of this call, um, to share information, to process what's happening, and to support one another. Support is everything. Trying to get through something so serious alone 
I mean, I'm sure it's possible, you know. With 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 God, all things are possible. But it's it's it helps a whole lot to have that support system. It really does. Even if it's virtual support and we're on a call, on the phone, and you know, on the internet or whatever, it it still helps. It has helped me a lot. So that's the purpose of this call. Um, and I just hope everybody just contributes to the call and just get what you came for. You know, if you came for support, I hope you get support. If you came for answers, I hope you get answers. Okay? Uh, let's see. What else? The last couple of weeks. I'll share with you guys the last couple of weeks what I did. Um, first of all, it was a really a very much needed break. And for me, I have to really, really force myself to take breaks because I think I'm realizing that I'm sort of like the workaholic type. People tell me that all the time, but I really I really don't see it. But I'm starting to see it a little bit because I just, you know, I'm always doing stuff. So, um, so I took that time, that break, that two weeks, the last two weeks actually, and I just started off, let's see, that Sunday, I I tried to rest, (laughs) but I couldn't rest. And then I kept saying to myself, well, I'll just go ahead and start a call. But then I was trying to resist that because the whole point was trying to get some rest because I I really wanted to do a call. So what I ended up doing was, first of all, it it was uh, my birthday and my husband's within those last two weeks. So we both had birthdays. I'm a year year older now, hopefully a year wiser. but I got bored. I got bored, and I said, you know, let me just let me just go to the thrift store. Like I didn't know what to do with myself. I was just bored, and so I went to the thrift store and I bought a couple things. I went to the dollar store and I bought a couple things, and I realized that something awakened in me that's always been there, and that was the fact that when I was younger, I used to love to do crafts. I used to love to do crafts. I was always trying something new. I was cross-stitching. I was planning something. I was trying to crochet, which to this day I still haven't learned how to do that. Um, so that kind of awakened in me, and I'm really glad that it did because I have I have painted. In the last two weeks, I have painted. I have um planted some uh, terraniums, if you guys know what the succulent plants. Well, I can't say I planted them because I bought the artificial ones and I made these nice little bowls, these really nice little plant bowls. Um, and just just stuff like that. I made, I made a mirror. I made a mirror. It's really it's cute, too. It's not the original one I was going to do, but I made a mirror. I glued it. I cut it. I did all kinds of stuff. And so uh, we barbecued, I visited my mom, went to the movies, went to a concert, like just got out and did things, which I kind of do things anyway, but especially the crafts, like I really awakened something that was sleep inside of me. So um, so I'm glad I did that. I'm glad I did that. It was very relaxing. Um, I dealt with all the perp stuff. I dealt with that. We went to dinner one night and the waiter touch me and it and it really I kind of fell into their trap 
because it was my husband's birthday. And um, and the waiter did his little touch thing. Actually, he hit me on my shoulder and said, are you ready to order? Now, of course, that triggered me. I, I still get triggered, too. Um, and so I said something. I didn't go off, but, I, you know, I told him I didn't appreciate that. And it kind of, it could have ruined my husband's birthday, which I'm sure was their intention, but I caught on to that, so I didn't let it. But, you know, I'm just, I said that to say the, the targeting was there, um, but it shouldn't distract us. It should not distract us at all. We should still continue to do whatever it is that we want to do. Okay, so those are the things I did in the last couple of weeks and probably even more, but especially that craft thing because I plan to continue doing that. Um, My mom gave me some plants yesterday from her garden, and I'm going to to pot them, to put them in pots, and just kind of get the whole nature thing going, which I used to really enjoy my gardening, but I hadn't done that in years. So I'm I'm really glad. So brings me to the question of the day. Um, A, what have you you been doing since we last talked? Um, Hopefully you guys have been doing well, um, and I'd just like to know, you know, what you guys have been doing. Um, that whole break that I had, it really made me want to refocus and to 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 just make up in my mind what the important things are in life because this targeting is a huge distraction to keep us from who we really are. Like that whole craft thing, I was born with that. I, I was born with that. I used to make jewelry. I used to, you know, and all that stuff went away. All that went away dealing with this targeting. So I'm trying to get back to who I really am and the things that I really enjoy. So the questions of the day, there's two, is what have you been doing for the last couple of weeks? And good and bad, you know, just like what's been going on with you? And uh, what what are the important things in life for you? Or for a person, because I don't want to say for you, because some people say, oh, then you give them the purpose information, whatever. But what are the important things? Because I decided that um, the Lord, my relationship with the Lord, family is important. Uh, Research. I don't know why research kept coming up for me, but that's important because that's knowledge. Um, And just getting out and living your life. That's really important for me. And I realized that in these last couple of weeks. Okay, so start eight if you would like to speak. And you can talk about anything else. You don't have to talk about those things. Start eight. I'm reading the chat room. Okay. So finding answers 451 says, hi, in the chat room, says, hi, Renata, finally got back to talk to you today to get reinforced with positive, helpful info. My channel is Finding the Truth. Okay, I think that's YouTube. Is that a YouTube channel? Okay. Um, And then Finding the Truth also says, Renata, for myself, I used to take taxis here and there, and after a year of it, I said I wanted to start walking again regularly in the last two weeks. Very, very, very good. You know, if if you listen to this call, you know that I love to walk. Walking is my thing with my bad feet and bad back and bad everything. (laughs) I walk. I walk. 
And Lala will tell you that she's been on the phone with me where, like, my hip will go out or something, and I'll say, come on, leg, we going around this block. <laughs> and I go, because I love to walk. It's something so fulfilling about being out in nature. And it also helps you to challenge yourself if you get the stalking stuff. It helps you to challenge yourself to just go on anyway. Just go on. They're going to be there with all the drama that they do, but walking. Very good. Good for you. Okay, so Finding Answers um, YouTube channel is Finding the Truth. Okay, you guys, so check that YouTube channel out. Thank you for your comment. Anyone else in the chat room that wants to comment, please do, and I will try to read it. Okay. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, my name is Brittany, and I just wanted to introduce myself. And um, I'm really glad that you have like this poll at this moment, and uh, I really appreciate your videos. They're, they've been helpful, and your face is uh, empowering. Thank you so much. Tell us about yourself if you like or answer the questions or anything you'd like to say, go right ahead. Um, um, right now, basically, I'm, you know, I'm trying to, um, I'm remaining strong, like, throughout, like, the, the constant, like, you know, followers and, and everything, all the, like, the craziness that's happening. And um, so that that's, that's kind of, you know, what I'm doing, you know, um, what what makes me happy is is, is like I, I notice like with these like individuals like you know I get angry I get so hateful and I'm you know I, I get out of like my character. However, um, you know there some some of the feelings are you know valid. How else are you supposed to feel exactly? So I'm trying to um, deal with that as well. But um, that's all I got for right now. Thank you for sharing. You mentioned what makes you happy is. So important to do what makes us happy. It's really important, and it's going to be scary. It's going to be everything, you know, that they try to put on us. But at the end of the day, that's all that matters is that you are happy. And you have to, and I'm not talking to you, I'm just talking to everybody. We have to work through all those fears and, and all that stuff that they try to, anxiety, all that stuff they try to put on us and just do what you enjoy doing. I have been so fulfilled in these last couple of weeks just getting back to my craft, you know, and I realized I lost that part of me due to this, all of these distractions that these people, you know, have you stressed out and all this stuff. So it's really, really very important to do what makes you happy, whatever that may be. Thank so you. Good. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Star eight, you guys. Uh, question of the day, what have you been doing in the past couple of weeks? I haven't talked to you guys in two weeks. I miss you guys. Um, and what's important? What's important to you? What is important to you? Let me see. I'm trying to put Brittany on hold, but I can't. Let's see. I'm disconnected, you guys. have to find ourselves. Okay, I'm trying to get back in, you guys. Hold on.
So, Brittany, did you find this call from um, YouTube? Yes, um, I I, re- re- uh, I saw that you did calls. I wasn't sure exactly what, but I'm glad that you commented. And uh, I was made aware that, you know, it was happening, like, right now. <laughs> so that, that oh, was so you're the one I, are you the one I commented to this morning? Yes. Okay, good. Welcome. Really glad about Thank that. You. Yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm just talking to you. I'm trying to get back in here. I've got um, got knocked off. Yeah, a lot of people are confused because we haven't been here for the for the last couple of weeks. So hopefully, people will come. Oh my gosh, I cannot get back on. What's happening here? Am I able to ask you a couple of questions? Sure, go ahead because it's just you and I right now. We're um I can't I'm locked out of my computer, so go right ahead. Okay. How long um have you been targeted? Well, let's see, I've lost track. Um I think it was somewhere around it was somewhere around two thousand and I think that I discovered it. Yeah, somewhere somewhere around 2006 where I discovered the targeting. But I'm sure it was longer than that because the more I think, the more I'm realizing. But another thing is, is like recently, like um, like with my past like fake friendships and fake relationships, um, I noticed that you know we always like went out to eat. And I was reading something recently that um, some places that you go, like, they will, like, put, like, some type of, like, oil in your food or do something, like, with your food when you go out and you, when you go out to eat. And uh, since I uh, read that, I've made the decision if I, if I do go out to eat, it's something, you know, either I can see in front of my face or just avoid it all and just eat, like, you know, just buy my meals, like, one by one. You know, just to feel more at peace with that. So I well, that, if, like, you, um, if you have concerns about that, uh, first of all, I try for myself. I try not to do the what ifs because what ifs will just have you terrified. What if this happens? What if that happens? Like all this stuff is a possibility for sure. Um, and that's why we bless our food. You know, ask God to you know bless our food before we eat it. But if you have concerns like that about eating out, I suggest either going to, like, buffet-style things, which some people have issues with that, too. Um, But buffet-style, because, I mean, if they poison you, they're going to have to poison everybody else because, you know, it's out there like that. Or, like, open grills where you can actually see them cooking your food. Right, right. You know? But yeah, that's that's a I mean, that's a real concern for a lot of people. And lately, like I don't like it's it's like I have been like afraid like to go out and do things, like worrying about like the home and then I'm like I'm I'm kinda like missing out on <laughs> all these great things I could be doing instead of like worrying about these you know, but it's like the more you go out, the more they'll like, you know, do the white car thing, do the color thing, and then do this, stand behind you in store, know what you're buying, and all this other stuff. And I don't know, like, it, um, 
back in March, um, I had, a, like, a suicide attempt. It, it just got, like, so, like, overwhelming. So, you know, to just to, like, realize about, like, the family and uh, all this other stuff that's, that's happened is, um, you know, got crazy. But when I came back, I, I, I came back stronger. You know, like remain in that power. Did you see my video on the color, the color stalking? I did. I was just, yeah, I was, I was watching that too. And I watched like a couple weeks ago some of that stuff. That video, that video was good. Yeah, because you mentioned that you know, if you go out, you deal with the white cars. Those colors will not harm you. Okay, they won't. It, it's a conditioning. That the whole color thing is a conditioning thing that they do so that um, it could put you in the fight or flight mode where you're just so terrified that you just, you know, say, I'd rather not, you know, like you were just describing. Um, but just think logically, like it's a color. It's not going to harm you. And I think it just helps for me to just know what they're doing. And I just say to myself, oh, I know what they're doing. That's not going to work. <laughs> you know, it's not going to work. So do not try not to let this stuff stop you. Just continue to challenge yourself. And if it does, if you go outside and see a bunch of white cars or whatever they're targeting you with, and it causes you to just not do what you want to do, um, that's okay. It happens. It happens to me. Some days I say I just don't want to deal with it. But just continue to challenge yourself until you are just totally doing whatever you want to do. Because right. right. those, those colors are colors. They're not going to harm you. And um, what they want to do is harm you psychologically, but you're stronger than that. Okay? I don't know what's wrong with my computer. So just um, just keep trying, okay? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, that's what, um, you know, once... Once I realize, like you know, they're they're trying to hurt you on like all types of levels, and it's like, all right, well, you know, since I am stronger than that, then how can I like, you know, like fight back and kind of like make it into something like positive for myself? But it's time consuming, and I I I just don't like you know understand like all these like extra people like you know like what else like could you like be doing and like if. If I go out here, if I go out there, if I just randomly go out, like, how, why are you, like, so close to my home that you're, like, right there? You know, it makes it, it's, like, odd. Well, see, the goal is not to focus on them and what they're doing because we know they're not right. They're they're just not right. They're they're not right. They're demonic. They're going to, you know, it's their job to target you, and that's what they're going to do. But turn the focus on yourself and what it is you want to do and just do it. They're going to be there. You know they're going to be there. I mean, in my experience, they're going to be there trying to do all sorts of stuff, you know, but you have to try to just ignore. And I know people get so tired of ignoring. I'm going to do a video on that one day. But it 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 it, it is the best method, if, it, if at all possible. I was at a store buying my craft. I was so excited about my little craft these last couple of weeks. So I was at um, Walmart, and this perp lady, I, I, you know, we can identify him. After a while, you just kind of know him. And she blocked the aisle with her cart, and she did it right before I got to where I was walking. So she intentionally, you know, tried to block me. And I just stood still, and she had this attitude, and she said, 
are you trying to say you want to go around? And I just looked at her and just gave her a half smile because I said to myself, I am not biting. I, I know exactly, <laughs> you know, you're trying to start a confrontation. It's not going to happen. I'm going over here. I'm going to buy my crap. So I just stood there because I said to myself, I'm not going around. I'm not going to go around because I'm, I'm one of those stand your ground kind of people. Um, but also I know how to pick my battles. And there are times where I probably would have gone around. But I'm saying to myself, I'm not going to go around. And I'm not going to answer you either. So I, I just stood there in silence, and finally she moved her card back. You know, you just we deal with this stuff. We're going to deal with this, you know, but we just have to use wisdom when we deal with it. There are moments where we stand our ground. There are moments when we don't. We just take the high road. And I do that a lot. I have to take the high road a lot. But none of that will stop me because it used to stop me, and I was still being targeted. I said to myself, I'm sitting in the house, and they're still doing the noise campaigns, the direct energy, the whatever. You know, mm-hmm. they're still targeting me. So I'm going out. I, I, I like to be outdoors, and I'm going to do what I like to do. So once you come to that conclusion that they're going to target you either way it goes, then you'll live your life. And that's the best revenge anyway, to live a good life. Live life on your terms. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the best thing we can do. So what what type of things do you enjoy doing? Um, I I do love going for walks. I love traveling. Um, I love love animals. Uh, I like to paint as well. Um, I I really, you know, like I like, I enjoy like good, like humor too. Like I love. I have a great sense of humor, and, you know, that helps me through the day as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> the painting thing, I'm trying to see if I, if that's really what I wanted. I'm really trying to find a craft, so I'm trying all different things. But uh, the painting is very relaxing. I'm I'm doing the paint by numbers because I don't know how to paint paint like that. <laughs> um, so I'm doing the paint by numbers, and it is very relaxing. Good. And the good thing is, the the thing is, it, you have to go out to to get your crafts. Well, I guess you could do it online, but it challenges you. It's, it's a challenge to go out to the store, you know, to look around to get the things that you need. And this is how we move forward. We just keep trying. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to put you on hold. Um, my okay. <laughs> Okay, thank you, Brittany. Thank you. See if I can get this. I may have to move my location because the internet doesn't seem to be working too good out here. Start eight if you would like to speak, you guys. What have you been doing lately? How's everything been going? What do you want to say? Anything. Um, what's the most important things in life? Hello, Jerome? Yeah, hi there. Hi. Yeah. Hi there. Yeah, um so what what did I do for the past two weeks? I just um you know, I just got in, in, in touch with, with uh with me a little bit more I guess because since uh there was no conference calls I had to you know, not matter of doing it on my own because it's 
if if uh, if it got too heavy, I can always give you a call just to you know <laughs> just to talk. But um, yeah, it just it just stuck to my routine. I just uh, you know made me understand that I'm that I'm I'm still even though I I rely on the conference call <laughs> a little bit. Um, you know, I, actually, it, it makes a big difference to my week. Even though I rely on the conference calls, I could stand alone. I wasn't incapacitated with the with the fact that, um, you know, the conference calls wasn't running because I realized that everyone needs some time to recharge. And uh, even though I wanted the uh, the conference calls to go <laughs> to commence or to go on, I was hoping it only take one week. But I said, you know what, it's just the way it goes. You got to uh, You got to realize... You know that you're you're a strong person, I and mean, we're we're trying to work as a unit. Um, sometimes we argue, and sometimes we uh, we we disagree. And and uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that they're they spies from, you know, or or I don't want to make it sound too dramatic, or just uh, people that perp the call. So you know, even through that, we still manage to uh, to be a unit and to be unified. And you know, not to, not to uh, not to have that for two weeks. It kind of made a difference. You have to rely on yourself, and it makes you realize just who you are. I don't know how mm-hmm. other people dealt. Yeah, I don't know how, how how other people dealt with it, but I just I just relied more heavily on the kung fu and more heavily on the meditation and the you know the physical activity. Like I started running up and down stairs now because um you know that extra kind of I don't know, you need that mental boost, that mental high. So I started running up and down stairs like I do, uh, like 18 flights, just boop, 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 boop. Wow, that's and, a lot. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and I put on a heavy knapsack too, so um, just to weigh me down and work on some cardiovascular conditioning. But, uh, that's, yeah, that's what I did. I just, uh, you know, I just went into myself a little bit more and just, Got to know me, get to know the guy that I like, you know, the the guy that, um, you know, is a little bit feisty. He's a little bit, uh, he's the warrior, you know, reluctant or not, I'm still, I'm still a warrior. I didn't pick it. This thing picked me. But, um, you know, I got to know that guy, you know, because I was saying two weeks, oh my gosh, two weeks, I'm going to have to find something to do. And, uh, you know, I just, I just up my routine, just, just what I usually do, but a little bit more. So I started yeah. the jogging up and down the stairs just to um, just to fill in the void and to get that extra kind of brain buzz because since I was missing the conference call. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. It's just, you know, I just <clears throat> enjoyed. You were having a vacation. I said, okay, Renata's having a vacation, so I'm going to have a kind of break where, you know, I just find out more about me. Just have a vacation with my one of my favorite people that I know, and that was me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, <laughs> Yeah, let Renata have her vacation because she needs the time to recharge. And that was about it. Yeah, I did need that. And I had to realize that I had to force myself to do it because I just will keep going, especially with these calls. I just love doing that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad everything has been going well. Thank you. Huh? All right. Let me put you on hold. Start okay. eight, if you would like to speak. You can say anything you like. I can't see the chat room right now. Computer is really, I think I'm going to relocate myself because my internet connection is stronger in the other part of the house. 
Um, gosh, there's been some things in the news too. Something happened on the um, the bridge, the London Bridge. Um, something happened at a concert, and Lord only knows what else has been happening. So we have to pray for those people. Okay, I'm going to move my location, you guys. Give me a minute. I'm going to try to unmute Oregon while I move. So, eight, if you would like to speak, you can talk about anything you like. Okay, I'm trying to unmute you, Oregon. Hello? Hello, Oregon. Ah, uh, yes, Renata. Hi. Hi, um, I've just come in on the conversation, so I, I'm i not up to speed on everything that everyone's been talking about. However, I just want to... Who's speaking? Who's speaking, please? Suzanne. Suzanne? Yes. Okay, hi, how are you? Okay, go right ahead. You uh, want another question of the day? Um, uh, I'll just give you a summary, and then you can talk about anything you like. Um, basically, I was asking what everyone has been doing in the past two weeks because we weren't here for two weeks, and I just shared some of the things that I've been doing and, and realized that I used to do crafts, and now I'm getting back into my crafts and, you know, just getting out in nature more and things like that. So one of the questions was, what have you been doing in the past two weeks, and um, what are the important things in life? Because we have to kind of refocus ourselves because of all this targeting. So that's what we're talking about. So right and you can talk about anything. It doesn't have to be that. Well, what caught my attention initially uh, as to what's been going on with me over the last two weeks, uh, um, I've been targeted very, very heavily. I have been for a long time, but uh, the last two weeks have been really rough. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, well, you know, when, when we all talk about... Uh, trying to find our inner strength and to stay strong. That's what I've been dealing with. And uh, I came in just when this young woman was talking about uh, the white cars uh, and so on. And that's one thing that I've been dealing with. They've been really, really obvious with me over the last two weeks. Uh, It's primarily white vans and white trucks. And um, there were two things that happened uh, over the last two weeks that just, I caught myself just in time um, before I uh, stepped over the line, so to speak, as far as reacting. One of them I didn't do too well. I had a big truck that came up behind me on the road that had been following me, and it came literally almost to my license plate behind my car, and I knew it was deliberate. And I was having such a hard time that day, I had to open my mouth, and I reacted by rolling the window down and yelling at them to get off of my rear end. Mm -hmm. And I figured afterwards, I thought about it. At first, I felt good about having told them to back off, you know, but then I realized it had been done deliberately for no other reason probably but just to get me upset. And so I I 
that was that. You know, I reacted to it, and they got whatever satisfaction they wanted out of it. But um, the other was with, uh, oddly enough, an unexpected uh, visitor to my front door um, to mow the lawn. This is an organization in the community that if you qualify because you're elderly or disabled and poor, which I am, um, they use the juvenile correctional system kits that are on community service to come and mow your lawns. Mm-hmm. And this isn't the first time that I've been in touch with them. However, on this occasion, it's been about three years, I had not called them at all. I had no arrangements with them, nothing. And this woman comes to my door, rings the doorbell, and I wasn't prepared to answer the door at that moment. I wasn't properly dressed. I was in a robe and so on. And so I was hoping I was just going to ignore it. I don't answer every time someone comes to my door because they're always unexpected and uninvited. And unless it's the police or something, um, I don't feel I need to answer. But uh, next thing I know, this woman's banging on my door, my front door, and absolutely insistent on a response from me. And so as I walked to the front door, she did it again as hard as she could. And so finally I went up to the door and I asked who it was, and she informs me, in a very loud, brusque voice that she's, it's the Marion County Juvenile Correction Center. And Mm -hmm. I did make a connection at the time with it having to do with mowing my lawns because I hadn't been in touch with them for years. And I, I go ahead and I open it, and this woman did nothing but act like she was a stormtrooper or something with me. And, uh, I said, well, I'm not prepared to have somebody over here today. I haven't even been in touch with you to make any kind of arrangements. And she said, well, your caseworker at Senior and Disabilities had referred. And I said, well, I'm I'm supposed to be part of this loop. They give out a number for the community member to contact your organization. They don't do it automatically themselves, and certainly they wouldn't do it uh, without telling me first. But in any case, I didn't get into any great detail with her because I realized that because of the timing, there was other stuff that had happened that day as well, um, that it was to aggravate me. And so what I did was I just said, uh, she said something about, well, it's our policy, to something or other, and I didn't catch it. And I said, well, is it your policy to show up on people's doorsteps unannounced and unexpected and bang on their doors? Right. Mm-hmm. And she had no comment to that. But uh, um, I just told her then, I said, I'm not prepared. Just, I said, it's after 6 o'clock. I said, people around here don't mow their lawns when they come home from work and they want to relax and they're tired or be with their families for the evening. I said... Uh, she said, well, she tried to give some excuse. And I said, well, I'm sorry, but I'm not prepared to have uh, a number of people on my property making a lot of noise, including possibly disturbing my neighbors as well. I said, so thank you very much for your time. And I shut the door. But the last thing that I noticed before I shut the door was this big white truck. I didn't see any kids, but a big white work truck 
that she had been driving. And she talked to me like she was playing RoboCop. And I thought to myself, I called and complained at the, the uh, disabilities agency about the manner and the behavior in which this woman was approaching me. And I said, you know, is this what she does with everybody in the community? I said, she needs to be aware of the fact, number one, also she's dealing with people that either are elderly and frail or disabled. And I said, this is how she deals with people in the community, like they're criminals or something, or they need to be intimidated or frightened by her approach. So, you know, needless to say, I won't be contacting them to do my lawn mowing anymore. But I believe it was deliberate. And so, of course, it's it's that among a lot of other things. What this young woman was talking about was they've been pushing me so hard, I've been suicidal because of it. So I've been I've been reading and studying, and I I always check your YouTube channel, Renata, and I'm it's like logically I I'm aware of what kind of stuff and tactics can be used, but it's when you're inundated so heavy and so long that they beat you down that uh, I keep having to tell myself, Suzanne, they're trying to break you. That's all that's going on here. They're trying to break you, and maybe right. you should take it as a compliment because there's, they still haven't succeeded after all. And that's, that's how strong you are. You're so strong. But Renata, I'm so beat up. I'm so psychologically beat up. I, I think you know. We've had some conversations in the past. I have a full plate I'm dealing with, and uh, it's hard. It's very I'm sorry hard. They're doing that to you. Let me just share um, what's coming to my mind. Is that we as PIs, we have to pick our battles. Okay. Yes. I think one one of the things is we try to <clears throat> deal with everything. We try to deal with all of the, like you guys were mentioning, um, the color stalking, the people stalking you on the foot, the sabotage, you know, destroying your character, like all these things. Yes. So we have to pick. Like I, I just, I tell myself I, I can't deal with that, you know, and so I try not to. You know what I'm saying? Like the color thing. That's not going to bother me. I don't care what color they're wearing. They're all purpose. You yeah. know, so we're going to have to kind of put some things in the I don't care category. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't, like when you see the white vans, like just, just write that off as stupid. That's that's stupid. Oh, oh absolutely. Don't focus attention on it and and just keep going. When I'm able to think straight, I'm fully aware yeah. I've become far more aware than I ever was years ago when I didn't know what was going on. But they it's it's just the most evil thing. It's as if they know. They know they're wearing you down to the breaking point. Yes. And uh they're so evil, they're so hateful. Uh I now let me I went back and I, I I'm sorry, I just was gonna say one last thing. I went Go back right on ahead. YouTube to watch a movie I specifically picked out because I thought it would be helpful to me to a given extent, and that was uh, with Denzel Washington, I, whom I love as an actor, and some of the movies he's made in Fallen. 
Do you remember that movie? I don't remember the details, but I think I did see it. Oh, it's, I think, well, of course, some people would not want to acknowledge it as a possibility uh, as part of this whole program. But we, and I'm going to go ahead and include myself in the group or people that are listening today and those that, you know, are aware out in the world. Um, I truly am beginning to believe that this obviously is not just man-made insofar as um, tactics that are used and goals that that they want to achieve, but it's on, and it's not just a psyop. It's not just to try to drive you crazy. It's evil in the sense that it's spiritual as well. It's on a spiritual level, and it's sight unseen. Other people, just like regular kind of gang stalking type of deal, wouldn't even take note of what's going on. They wouldn't realize. Only the person that's being targeted. But that's pretty much, there was something that came out. The whole movie revolved around the fact that this detective was trying to find out about these uh, murders and how it is they came about, and he discovered there were connections between all of them. Well, what he discovered after talking to this young woman who was a theology uh, professor and who lived pretty much alone most of the time, although she did go out and she did teach, but she watched her back all the time and she was very reticent about giving him any information because even talking about it was potentially dangerous. But essentially what it comes down to is that people are being used as pawns. They're pawns. They don't even know what they're doing to other people. It's like they're temporarily possessed. And I'm really beginning to to think that that is part of this as well. It's taking place on a spiritual level. And my light, whatever light I have in me, Renata, they're doing everything they can to extinguish it. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's... No, it does not. And you know what? That's that's okay, because that's what they're doing to all targets. They're trying to distinguish it. So the, the good thing is you know the goal, okay? So I tell myself... I know what the goal, and I'm not going to let it happen, okay? So you know they're trying to put that light out. You know they're trying to drive you mentally ill, and you know the goal. So don't let it happen. Well, that's, that's the key. I mean, that's I know you, you'd agree with this as well. There are days when that's easier said than done. Yes. If you're not Absolutely. feeling well. But, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's just, in a sense, it's really fascinating, but at the same time, it's just so... It is, hard. it is hard, and you know, I um, but see, I I'm I know you know people say all the time I seem so strong and this and that, and and I thank God that I do feel strong most days. Some days I do not, but I'm telling you, it's been a process. It's been a process. Those people broke me, broke me. Uh, they broke me. <laughs> I had to take time off work and all of that. You know, I had a mental breakdown. I can say that. I feel that I did. You know, I was not diagnosed that way, but I feel that I did. So I've been there. And it just it just made me mad. It's like I'm not going to let them do that to me. Well, I, I had it. I, I know what you're talking about because they've been trying they, they've been trying to break me more than once over my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And it comes in different forms. In the past, it came through my uh, one of family members. 
and I uh, I actually took an overdose because of it. But I had some experiences when I came home. I had no one to take care of me after being hospitalized, and I was having auditory hallucinations and visual hallucinations in the home. This was years ago, back in 94. And I actually heard this voice, this horrible voice. I recognized it if I ever heard it again. But it it was, oh God, it was the most horrible, evil voice I'd ever heard in my life. And it very coolly told me, I'll be back. And I I have remembered that all these years. It didn't strike fear in me per se, as far as not wanting to go on. At that point, I'd learned a lesson that it did no good to try to end it all. It just didn't do any good. But, um, uh, yeah, they'll they'll do whatever they can. And it's just really ugly. And there are, day, there are days when you get breaks, and then there are long periods of time where they're targeting you so heavy you have no one to turn to. You're isolated, like I am. And it's just really scary to try to hold on to your faith. It is. And to hold and on God, to your life. And you know what? God knows that our faith wavers. He knows that, you know. So talk to him about it because my faith wavers. Sometimes I'm like, I, I don't even know if you're here, you know. Oh, like, oh my, sweetie, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm really surprised you'd say that, though, because you, you seem to be so strong in your faith far more. It, and I, but you know what? I am strong in my faith. But I'm telling you, we are human. We are in the flesh. God knows that we're human. He knows we're going to have days like this, you know, where some days we don't feel his presence. Some days we're not sure. Some days we question why is this happening to us, you know. But that's when we go back to the scriptures. And we know that we have to partake in the suffering. Of, of the Lord. That's what the scripture tells us. We're going to be, we're going to partake. We're going to be persecuted. Well, this I need to try to remember that more because what I end up getting to is that he doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. care about me. He does. Because you're chosen. See, this is why you're targeted. This is why we are targeted. This is what I truly believe. Because we are chosen. We are God's chosen. And so they're coming after us because we have a light inside of us that is shining so bright in the midst of all this darkness that they're coming after us to put that light out. The devil hates hates the Lord, hates the Lord. And so he hates God's children. We are God's chosen. We are. I truly believe that with everything in me. I believe that every targeted individual has been chosen. Now, whether you answer that calling or not is up to you. I'm trying to answer mine. Well, I've tried so, to answer it in my life by how I conduct myself and how I treat others. I do and try. You're doing good because they're coming after you. So continue on that path. <clears throat> Don't but keep the faith. And I, I know it's easier said than done. I'm telling you, I, I, I have my moments. I, I know that it's easier said than done. But just go about your life just believing that God is real and that you have a calling on your life and try to walk in that calling every day of your life. Ask God for courage because we, we got to have courage to get through this. You know, this is a faith walk. We have to keep the faith. Every man was born with a measure of faith. That's what the Bible says. Read your scriptures. You know, do everything you need to do. Let me tell you, the day I discovered 
I was targeted the day I discovered I was suicidal that day. Okay, now I know that was all programming because I don't even believe in suicide. That was programming. But um, I don't believe it because I don't believe you'll go to heaven if you commit suicide. However, um, I was suicidal that day. And that's when the Lord led me. Why I went three or four years without ever doing research, I don't know. (laughs) But now I know that was my wilderness moment. We have these wilderness moments where we have to be out there on our own. And for whatever reason, the Lord is having us to go through these things, okay? Um, I believe it's to do our works later on. I think it all ties into our purpose. This is why we go through what we go through. That's my own personal belief. So nevertheless, so I I did the research that day, decided, oh, my gosh, so this is what this is. I, You know, I thought I was the only one in the world being targeted. I didn't even know what targeting was. Um, but the Lord clearly spoke to me and told me, keep your mind strong and you will survive this. And I will never, ever forget how I felt in my spirit that I needed to keep myself strong. And that's what I have set out to do. So I say to everybody listening, keep your mind strong, and you'll get through this. Now, how do you do that? I don't know. I guess for everybody, it's going to be different paths to keep your your mind strong. Some days my mind still don't feel strong because of everything, you know, we go through as a target. But for me, my main thing is to keep my relationship with God as strong as I possibly can. Keep the faith. I try my best to keep the faith. I pray throughout the day, standing up, sitting down, laying down. It don't matter. I I send some prayers up if I feel like I need to send them up. I sing my praise songs. Um, I, I read scriptures. I do whatever I need to do spiritually. I do grounding. I I uh, was sitting outside this morning with my feet on the ground because that's, that's getting the earth's energy. I get out in nature. See, they don't want us out in nature because nature has a healing effect. Nature really can do something for you mentally. Well, for that's me, why I, one reason why I go out, Renata, it's not just to run errands, but right. to feel that fresh air and the breezes and the sunshine right. and the birds and the, all that. of the lush, everything around me because it's healthy. Keep doing it because and they don't want you to do it. But one last and, thing I want to ask you, mm-hmm. or maybe one of the other uh, people listening, in my case, uh, they work through my son. Mm-hmm. To where I realize I'm not listening to my son. I'm re- listening to someone else. We're talking about saying things and doing things that cause that are mentally cruel and tormenting it's one thing to get it out on the street, and most people feel, well, maybe they have some kind of refuge or safety at home. Many do not. But in my case, it's it works psychologically primarily that work through my son. And you literally well, could look at him. His whole facial expression has changed, his manner, his voice. And sometimes it's gotten so bad, I'll just look at him and I'll tell him I know who you are. I know well, who you I, are. Do, I do know a little bit about I don't challenge. Situation. I don't challenge, but I do say I know who you are, and I'm not going to listen to this anymore, and I will try to, you know, go to another room or whatever, and he'll laugh. You know, it's just, it's just unbelievable. It's, it's as if I can't escape from all of this inside and out. How does this one deal with somebody that is deliberately torturing and tormenting you? Okay, let me answer that, okay? I, I, and I only know a tiny bit about your situation that you have shared with me in the past. I only know a little bit, okay? 
So I only can speak from my own experience. They have tried to work through most of my relatives at this point. Most of my siblings, I believe, are involved in my targeting. I dealt with that for a little while just because I was trying to just be sure, you know, because you don't want to cut people off and then, you know, it's paranoia or, you know, because they can manipulate people around you right. with the technology to make you feel that people are involved or they can actually say things or do things that your um, perps do. So, you know, you assume that they're involved. So I told myself, let me just give this some time and just be sure. Okay. Once I was sure, and we're talking, you know, over a year or so for me, once I was sure I chose to cut both of them off because I'm not going to have them intentionally involved in my targeting and the targeting of my family and uh, getting paid to the government of whatever they're doing, okay, letting the government turn them on their own family members, which is something I would never do to them. So I chose to deal with them with a long-handled spoon, you know, and to pray for them. And if we end up in the same company, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to be polite or what have you. But the tactics that my family members were using were getting so blatant that I just chose not. You know, I just chose not. There are a few, very few, that I will still deal with. But for me, I just, no. Mm -mm. Well, I don't. I haven't felt like I've had the luxury of cutting myself off from my son because he's dependent on me and vice versa. And the only option I I had come to finally was it was becoming so horrible. Uh, The only option I felt I had was to leave, but I have nowhere to go. That's when I started becoming suicidal because I just thought they've got everything. They've got, okay. well, They've got my money. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Um, I have an adult child, too, who lives with me, and he gets out of line at times. You know, he's, for the most part, he's a good kid, but he 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 gets out of line at times. And I told him, you, you're going to have to move. You know, if this continues, you're going to have to move. I mean, it, it, Well, it, I've it, told it, mine that as well. Well, I mean it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean it. And um, once they get to the age of 18, we are no longer responsible for taking care of them. And even though um, a lot of these children I have noticed with target, uh, uh, by targeted parents, they have issues. You know, they're targeted themselves. Uh, Some of them may have some sort of autism going on or some sort of something. I've really noticed that with targeted uh, people. My son, he, he, he has a lot of maturing to do. Um, however, there are rules in my house, and if you can't follow them, then, you know, I will help you find a place, but you got to go. Because as my mom used to say, all these grown people can't live together. And it's the truth. Now, if you, wanna, if you want to have the luxury of staying here, because it is a luxury, um, then you have to follow the rules. Here well, is, the problem you know, with that, uh, Renata, is that we're financially dependent on each other. And, uh, okay, well, you have to figure it out, but the thing is, because everybody's situation is different, you know, and I understand, you know, the financial dependency, however, you cannot have your adult child targeting you and disrespecting you. So you have to lay down the law, however you do it. Like, I I, I can say things to my children where they'll continue to be disrespectful or whatever, but then I can talk in a manner and give a look where they know I'm not playing. Like, don't play with me. 
you know, and and I've had that recent conversation with my son. He was like, you know, taken for granted. Okay, okay. But then once I got serious, he knew I was serious, and he he corrected the situation. So you have to do whatever you have to do to get the point across. Like I'm not playing with you. Okay, this is I the way did this last week, but it it still wasn't satisfactory be. because it it would still mean that I was putting myself in a position of even more vulnerability, and I just had had it, and uh, uh, he would be taken care of. There are services for him, and he gets SSI. Potentially, he would be taken care of, but I have also been fearful over time that uh, these people would love to get their hands on him straight away. They've already been doing this to him for years, and the only the only protection he's had other than his own spiritual faith has been me. So, you know, yeah. that is something that always ties me up because I, I'm afraid to set up a situation where I'm abandoning him. Yeah. It's just horrible to be in this position. He's 35. I, I, I can definitely relate to that because as parents, we want to protect our children all of the days of their lives, especially with the targeting thing. Um, I, I, I get it. I really do. It is hard, but at some point we have to tough love and pray for them, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Well, yeah, it's but it's sometimes it's also very complicated. It, it, yeah. It's not an easy. It's trying to find an easy solution. It's it's not. It doesn't work. So I, uh, you know, it's it's like but I'm gonna tell you, I'm all gonna the tell time. You one thing, I will tell you one thing. I'm not gonna have my children disrespecting me. It's it just, I'm not, I'm not going for it. I mean, they do it, but they know. Don't, don't try me. Well, I'm in serious, the past, but, I I have done things that I thought would assist in teaching him limits, but it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked, and not because I didn't stand my ground or follow through, because I did. But what it ended up doing is backlashing on both of us. So I can't I can't trust anybody out there to help. They've all got their own agendas and it just that's why I'm saying things can become very complicated. I, I end up needlessly sacrificing myself for the sake of another because I feel that's what I I have to do. So it yeah. it is very complicated and well you know what you know, even if you even if you even if you have and I don't know how you run your household but even first of all you have to have a brave demeanor around these children because they will try you um even if you're trying to get peace in your house and like you said you guys are financially dependent on one one another so you're sort of going to be twixt but even if you say things like you know what get out of here get in that room and don't come out that room like oh he, he does it, I, I <laughs> that's a joke he doesn't what? respect privacy he doesn't respect uh a person. You know why because you are not i'm not trying to be disrespectful but you have to be more firm and let him know i'm not playing with you i said get out of my face <laughs> you know well, what I'm i've saying? had I mean. in the past Renata, but it just it backfires they're not the appropriate people to be coming into a scene, and if it's mental health, oh my God, you know they're they're as bad if not worse. Well, uh, I'm not saying call. I'm not saying call the authorities on them or anything like that. You know, unless it gets violent, of course, I definitely would. But um, 
I'm saying you. I don't know how to describe it, but I just know that my children know when I'm when I when I'm playing, and they know when I'm not. If I say get out of here, get out of my face, that's exactly what I mean. Well, if they re- if they back off from that, that's exactly what it's meant for. However, mine does not. He won't back off, and uh, there's so much abuse going on. But I realize also some of the time because I see him switch. I don't think he's taking you serious. In some type of way, you have to. I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, let me just leave that subject alone. But but some type of way, you have to let him know I'm not playing with you. Well, I did this last week, but it it's it's tenuous right now as to whether it's going to continue to work or not because um, not because he doesn't believe me. I think he does. I took some actions uh, this last week as it related to. Uh, expenditures of money and whose money it was that was being spent on what, whatever, but uh, uh, to try to hold on to what I needed for myself. And mm-hmm. it worked to a given extent, but um, it, it, it... And then also, if you're doing anything for him, anything, you're doing his laundry, you're doing the, going to the store, you're doing giving him money, whatever you're doing, I don't know what you're doing for him, everything. but pull, pull, pull all that back. Pull, pull, stop it, stop it, and let him see. Because let me tell you, the other week, my son and my daughter were both on the bus because I'm 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 the taxi cab around here, and I drop them here and pick them up yep. here, and pick them, but they were being disrespectful, so they both were on the bus. My, well, son, uh, my son was jump, jumping in an Uber, and my daughter was taking the bus, which neither one of them liked, and, and I, I, I don't play like that. Like, no, I'm not going to be doing all of this, and you've been disrespectful, so you have to stop feeling sorry for him. And they both got some act right in their system. Once they saw they were on this public transportation, they didn't like it. So you have to um, create boundaries. Well, I know I'm not doing your laundry. I'm not cooking for you. Well, you cook, cook for one person because I, I have done that too. I was I've been doing you. all of that. I do that periodically when I feel I need to. But what I'm saying mm-hmm. is uh, this is a more extreme case of, uh, there's no backing down. What it does is it ends up escalating into uh, a dangerous situation. And uh, I, um, I can only hold out for just so long. I have nowhere to go if I feel I need to run out. If, if you feel you are in danger, you need to call for help. There is no way in the world. You're, I don't know what's going These on. These people are just waiting for no me to do that. Assault you. There's no way. Let me tell you something. If your son goes to jail for assaulting you, you didn't do anything wrong. He uh, he has in the past. There's another targeted person, and and she was being assaulted by you know her child as well. And I, I no, mm-mm, that should not happen. That should not happen. That that is not your fault. That's his fault. Whatever consequences he suffers as a result of assaulting his mom. That's on him. That has nothing to do with you. Absolutely. However, it doesn't change anything for me. It doesn't change anything for me. I could potentially press charges when it's necessary. But that's why I'm saying in the past it's ended up backlashing on me. Um, It's not because I'm concerned about at that point in time necessarily just about his welfare. You know, if he made his bed, he can lie in it. 
But uh, it's what it ends up doing to my situation. It backlashes. And that's what I'm saying is so evil about all of this. All of the common logical types of responses to uh, people's bad behavior, it becomes almost a black and white situation for most people. But what they don't know is that it can backlash terribly. And that's what I'm most fearful of. I'm yeah, it's, well, it's, it's very um, a, a dysfunctional situation. If it were me, yes, I would probably is. try to find housing that I could afford. I would I, go to senior communities. I would get a social worker, ask them if they can help me find something. I would remove myself out of a dangerous situation if it were me. Well, I've thought of that. I've thought of everything that was possible. But like I said, I, with what money I get every month, uh, I can't find a place I can stay in, and social services is a joke around here. They're such a joke. They're so corrupt. Uh, getting help from them is is uh, it, it's just a dead end. So I, I'm constantly turning to God to try to open up a door for me, and uh, I just have to bide my time for whenever I guess that door is going to be opened. I have to, I'm trying to have faith that it will open, that a door will be given to me. But so far, the best that I was able to come up with was just to leave myself, to pay the bills, leave myself, uh, leave him contact numbers for people in the community that can assist him, and... uh, Go as far as I can go. Actually, I had contemplated something other than that, to just give myself a weekend, one weekend, where I could have some peace and some kind of gentleness and decency and beauty to look at, and then just leave. I just, I want off this merry-go-round. And so I've been fighting this for at least the last couple of weeks. It is very difficult. I understand what you're saying. Everything you're saying is is potentially a, a, a good way of dealing with some of these problems. But like I said, I have a whole history behind me, and it just it backlashes no matter what I try to do. So I'm in a dark place right now. I'm in a valley. And uh, I'm, I'm trying to keep walking. I'm, I'm really sorry. Keep walking. Everything's all right right now this morning. But that could change in a minute. They could change in a minute. So I appreciate everything you do so much, Renata. You're so helpful to everybody. Yeah. No, I'm really sorry you're going through this. Another thing I try to do is to um, let my children know what the Bible says about honoring your, your parents. You know, oh, he so knows. He so- quotes the Bible to me all the time. That's what makes it so sick. Well, just, the Bible, but he, he it's a double life for him. And some of it, I know it's because he's being uh, targeted himself. He has been. And so I, there's still a part of me that compels me to try to protect him mm-hmm. the of best course, I that's can. Your child. That's your child. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, 35 years old. <laughs> but <clears throat> I, I feel like I'd be throwing him out to the wolves. And my conscience just has not been... Yeah, but, but what you have to understand is him throwing himself out to the wolves. Oh, yeah, he's you're, responsible. You're being good. To a given you're being extent, good but some of it he's not. 
That's what makes it so complicated. It's just the ugliest thing. And uh, logic and reason work to a given extent, but sometimes it doesn't. It's like all you can do is try to breathe. Just try to breathe and well, you not know, react. At the rate he's gone, he's going to end up in jail, you know, or something, if he doesn't, like, correct that behavior. Oh, he's going to end up dying. He's going to end up dying either because he gets himself in trouble with the law or uh, because of his his inclination to uh, abuse drugs. He's been clean pretty much, but his latest thing over the last couple of years is, is uh He's been sticking just to medical marijuana, which we were hopeful was going to be helpful to him because he has physical disabilities, too, that are very painful. And uh, it has. It, it generally tends to relax him. It cal- it's calming. But uh, there are times when it doesn't matter whether he has it or not. He's uh, he's going to do whatever he's, his mind is doing at that moment. He's he's very ill person. So if he goes to jail, how will you take care of yourself? Then? Oh, they won't take care of him. I said, how will, <laughs> how will you take care of yourself if you don't have an income then? Well, the first thing that's going to happen is I'll run out of, I have a house that's paid for and the property taxes are paid for thanks to my sister. So mm-hmm. that we can't take my house for at least for the next three years. But so it's not a concern about shelter. It's okay. a, concern or a concern about my sanity and my physical health, but um, I wouldn't be able to maintain this place by myself. Yeah. But you know, there's always options. You just have for every problem, there definitely is a solution. Even if you had to rent rooms out to some other TIs, or you know, some people don't prefer that. But even if you had to do that, you know, that's still an option. Well. It's it's not in my place. It's the configuration of everything, and and uh, uh, like I said, I <laughs> I would never get a stranger here. Never. Yeah. Well, I hope it all works out for you, and I will keep you lifted up in prayer. You and your son. I know that that's tough. The parent thing is tough because you don't want to see anything happen to your children. And you know their their mental capacity and, you know, the world will just do them really bad. But um, he has to show you respect. Well, if, if the person's in a frame of mind where that's not even going to be a concern, um, we're talking about a, a spiritual level, yeah. uh, then that that's my main thing, that, uh, uh, you know, standing up to that or fighting against that, it is, it's horrendous. Well, if he ends up in the court system, you oh, know, he did it to, yeah, they'll force him to to do things, you know, to go to different counseling and maybe. Well, there if they were. I I can't say it more right now. <clears throat> anyway, so you know, maybe if if someone else might be able to. Uh, say something where they may have had similar circumstances or experiences about what I'm talking about. Uh, for those that are new to this, uh, it, it, it would be good, absolutely, for them to hear how extreme things can get, really extreme, uh, to the point
point where you just you're just about ready to break, and you know it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, thank you so much for being kind to me. No Sometimes I, when I go out, I pray, please, let there be one kind person, one person yeah. that says a gentle word to me today. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's different. I'm overloading you guys. No, it's, no, no, you're not. I feel bad for you. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. And like you said, you deal with it on the outside and at home, you know. And that that's that's really what they want. They want us to be dealing with this 24-7. Yes. So it is difficult. And I'm sorry. You but what I, I heard, oh, mm-hmm. thank you. When I heard the other girl speak about what happened, uh, I know she's going to know what I'm talking about. That frame of mind that leads you to such a desperate place, such a dark place. Mm-hmm. That was Brittany. Okay, Brittany. I'm going to put you on hold. There, yes, there are other people, and Brittany is one of them, that um, would like to speak, so I'll put you on hold. Okay. Thank you. Gosh, I can't even. Hmm. Let's see here. Suzanne, are you still there? Yes. Okay, I'm trying to figure out. Pardon? Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to see why I can't mute you. You're not showing up right now. Let's see. You guys, bear with me. Something strange is happening. Uh, can you still hear me? Yeah, I can. Uh, one last thing. I just remembered that happened over the last two. I got a phone call because they 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 use they tamper with my calls and I get all sorts of things. On this occasion I actually got a message. If it wasn't so bizarre, it was actually funny in a sense, but then it made me think I got a message that was like a uh, what do they call it? It's it's like a, a a computerized type of message. It's not a, a voice, it's it's computerized generated I don't know what they call that synthetic voice and all it said was sorry you failed to reveal you are a human goodbye oh wow it's bizarre <laughs> it's like That's I thought weird. well who are you you know okay. you know not that you're and it was very specific a human not that you're you fail to reveal your you're a human being but you fail to reveal you are a human it's That's a just some, like what some alien is telling me this you know it's like what are they doing just That's very weird. pardon That's weird yes it is it's it's uh, there's a term for it, but I'm not going to use it. It's not nice. Uh, as okay, far as messing with your mind. Next, I'm going to go to the next person, but for some reason I can't see you on my board anymore, um, so I can't mute you. Would you mind muting yourself? Would I Would I do what? Mute your phone, please. 
Do you have a mute button on your phone? Uh, Let me look. I just have an old-fashioned princess phone. I don't have a nice phone like some people do. Okay, then do me a favor. Can you hang up and call back in? Suzanne? I don't have that function on my phone. Okay, can you hang up and call back in, please? Yes. Okay, thank you. All right. Well, hers wasn't registering. That's strange. All right. Um, star eight, she had a lot on her mind, so I'll let her talk for a while. Star eight, if you would like to speak, um, I was just talking about the time that I was off. I, um, the last two weeks, I just kind of reawakened that crafty side of me. I used to like to do crafts, but because of this targeting, I stopped doing crafts. So, over the last two weeks, I have made a mirror. I have planted some stuff. I've done all kinds of stuff. So um, the questions of the day was, what have you been doing in the past two weeks? How's everything been going for you? Um, and what are the important things in life? Because we have to kind of refocus. Star eight, if you would like to speak. Hello, New Jersey. Hello. Hello. That's probably Charles. All right. Hello. Okay, I know you guys are waiting long. I apologize. Trying to make it quicker. Hello, Florida. No, I was just asking if the call was over because I just came on like two minutes ago. No, we'll be here for about another hour and a half. Okay, great. Thank you. My name's Carrie. I live in South Florida. Hi, Carrie. How are you? I'm good. Is this Renata? Yes, it is. Okay, great. This is the first time I'm listening to your podcast. Oh, thank you. Welcome. How did you hear about thank the you. call? Sorry? How did you hear about the call? Oh, through Ella. I've been listening for maybe two months now around that around that area when I started to check into meeting other TIs. Well, I don't consider myself a TI, but I am, you know, I had, yes, same thing. Okay, great. Well, welcome, welcome. Um, say Thank you. Like. What's the discussion today? Well, I was just uh, talking about the last two weeks we were not here. We were on a small little hiatus so that I could just take a break because I was kind of tired. Um, yes. And during that two weeks, I discovered that I had not been doing some things that I really enjoyed doing, which is like crafty projects and, you know, things like that and getting out in nature and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. uh, the question the question of the day is, what have you been doing in the last couple of weeks? How's things been going? And what are the important things in life to you? Well, I'm a Christian, so Jesus is number one. Very good. First and foremost. I mean, if it weren't for him, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be talking to you. I wouldn't have seen myself getting on the other side of what was happening like I did. So I, I owe it all to him. But important to me is exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, fellowshipping with other people and not taking my foot off the gas where my normal activities would be as of the last three years. So, yeah. And I just got a job, which I haven't worked in over a year and a half. And that yeah. was a little bit, yeah, that was just, today was my third day and it was awesome. And I'm really happy where I'm at. And I know some of the people there and we're like a little family. So I love it. What kind of work do you do? If you don't mind me asking. I just started a behavioral tech at a rehab very good. 
Yeah, drug and alcohol rehab. Pardon? Congratulations on your new job. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. It's been a long time in the way. I've been waiting a long time for just the right position to come along, and I've been looking for work, and the doors kept slamming in my face, and I thought, well, it could be one of two things, but I'm going to choose that God did not want me in those positions, and he strategically placed me here, and so I'm going to roll with that. Good. Good for you. Yeah. Thank you. So how many people are on the call, Renata? (laughs) Is it me and you? (laughs) I think we got disconnected. Anybody there? I'm sorry. I um, was talking. I was talking. I I had to unmute. Um, I try to unmute people one at a time so people can talk uninterrupted, but um, there are probably about 40 people on the call. Oh, okay. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to – no, I just want to listen for a while. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Renata. targeting do you get, um, Carrie? Well, mine initially, when it started about, it'll be four years, I believe. Well, it started way before that, looking back, but when it really, when I was a hard target, I would say it was definitely the gang stalking and the mobbing chased me out of a couple places. I had no idea what was going on, so you don't know how to respond to that kind of thing. It's total devastation. And then sleeplessness, major sleeplessness, so I was, I believe I was in a, it it felt like a trance I was in. And then I had this incredible itching on my body in certain places that was, no matter what I did, I couldn't get rid of it. It was really disturbing. And then um, initially it was just, not just, it was the gang stalking. And I had no idea what it was, what was going on, what you call it. But I went to several police departments. I was doing some things I shouldn't have been doing. So I tried to turn myself in and get arrested thinking I'd rather be behind bars than out here doing anything like this. Anyway. To make a long story short, I ended up going to the police department a couple times, and the doors were locked. (laughs) When I finally did get in, I made a report about methodical stalking. I said it was it was a military style stalking. Um, Anyway, and then I ended up going to the FBI, and then I ended up going to the Internal Affairs of the Police Department. And it's interesting because when I went to the FBI about the stalking, I said there's more than one stalker, and I had these phones, and I had all these license plates of these people. And he was just looking at me very calmly, you know, oh, you're just all upset about the WikiLeaks thing. Well, I had no idea what WikiLeaks was. I was a drug addict for 25 years, on and off. So, I mean, I was I, I really beside myself. So... Uh, through the grace of God, I'm no longer addicted to drugs anymore. Clean and sober, three plus years now. Yes. And I have to thank this program for that because if it weren't for what was going on around me, um, I probably wouldn't have stopped using drugs. I probably would have died in that addiction. Anyway, the bottom line is when I went to the guy at the FBI, I actually saw him stalking me several days later for several weeks until I left. Wow. Yeah, the exact same guy that I reported, that I went and made a report to. I saw him. So it was the, the FBI agent was stalking you? Yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't just him. I mean, there was, it was, I would say, I couldn't even put a number on it, how many people there were. But, you know, if it's only four or five and it feels like 20 or 50 or 100, that's how okay. it felt to me. Yeah. Yeah, and there was creepy stuff going on in my house. I just went to, moved into a new town. I didn't know anybody. I was living in a little cottage and a little fenced-in area, and people were, coming into my house when I wasn't there and I knew because there would be like toothpicks and stuff on my floor. 
So they wanted me to know they were in the house. So that created more fear. And it just, it, and then I was being watched and I knew that. So, you know, you know how it is when you first become, when it first happens to you, you, you don't know what to do. Right. It's freaky. It's creepy. But anyway, um, I've come a long way since then through Jesus, I have to say. I give him the credit for that. Because if it weren't for me pressing into him, I probably would still be where I was two, three years ago. And that was trying to fight it on my own power and figure out what it was and running down all these rabbit holes and just it's like chasing my tail. So, yeah. So I have to say that it is, I don't know if it's completely stopped, but I will say that it's significantly decreased. And if it hasn't decreased, then I'm not aware of it. So, and I did get a lot of the uh, DEWs. I don't know what they were. At first, I thought it was just witches and warlocks chasing me around and putting spells on me because I had a really bad spell of bad luck. One after the other, things kept happening. I mean, it was just one thing after the other. Anyway, yeah, and it felt like somebody was squeezing my brain and then my neck and then, you know, the license plate thing. I don't know if you ever got that where they would leave you little messages on license plates and then you knew they were talking to you because they put your initials in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got that and I got sentences sometimes where they would shuffle in in front of me and they would form a whole sentence. And it it was pretty wild. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, they, I moved to Florida, and they came right along with me. So they've been with me for a while now, I'd have to say. Hmm. So, yep. Well, that's good that things are better and you're working, things are looking up. Thank God. Right. I'd say my life is better now than it ever has ever been in my entire life, ever. Yeah. It was really interesting how you said that you never would have been delivered from the drug abuse had you not been targeted. That's really right. Well, tell you what. Mm-hmm. I was sitting on my front porch one day when I was living in Mobile, Alabama, and I heard a very distinct voice, and it was not, because I never, I didn't get the V2K. If I got it several years before that, it may have started, but I didn't get it after that. Um, and if there was, it's very, very subtle, more like behavioral changes. Um, what was I going to say? I heard a very distinct voice, and I will, I will, classify it as the Holy Spirit that said, put down what you're doing and watch what's going on around you. And I heeded that warning big time. Wow. So, yeah. So I stopped doing pretty much everything that I was doing. And I did pick up again when I moved down here to Florida. I think I used two days in a row, two times, but I haven't done it since then. So I'm I'm three plus well, years old now. Do you mind if I ask you some questions for the benefit sure, of those who, uh, who struggle with uh, drug addiction a lot of PIs are addicted to pills. Um, uh, quite a few of them that I know of are addicted to pills. You know, the uh, the doctor gives them to you. You ended up you end up depending on them. Some people sure. do meth. Some people do crack. Some people do whatever. Yeah. Um, and you had a long run with drugs, and you were able to kick that habit. So, can you share like how you did that, and was it difficult? Was it you know? Well, I've been trying. Sure. No, I was been on a crack on and off and and pretty heavy addiction. I mean, I I ended up on the street selling myself, that kind of thing. So it got, you know, I was, I hit a bottom, but um, I had been doing that on and off for many, many years, on and off, on and off, get married here, stop using for a little while, start using, doing dates, turning tricks, doing all kinds of stuff, just living, you know, a life of 
of crime, low-level crime, and it was uh-huh. just kept taking me work down more and more and more and more. Anyway, the bottom line is is that I did not do it. I had a deep desire to stop using, but I always nestled into the idea that I was going to die like that. So I kind of figured, let me, you know, go find someplace, something to do, and uh, and this is what my life is going to be like. But definitely, God had other plans because when this thing uh, started on me, <clears throat> it really scared me. So I would have to say that I really hit. A bottom, and I came to the end of myself at that time that it start that I started noticing it happening to me. It was frightening. So I uh, credit Jesus for that. I mean, I had a willingness to stop, um, but this really facilitated that. Okay, I was thank busy. You for sharing that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, anything else? No, I appreciate you sharing that personal story because people come through this call all the time that struggle with things like that. So I, it's important for uh, for us to let people know that you can be delivered from this. You don't have to continue down that path. So you're a perfect absolutely. example of that. Oh, absolutely. But see, that's the, my experience listening on the podcast. And like I said, Renata, this is my first time with yours. Um, I have never shared with anybody, you know, my, anything about my past about, cause I've always heard what well, well, all these people are professionals and these are doctors and scientists. And I don't hear too much of Joe, the plumber kind of story. I really don't. I'm, I know they're out there. I've met two people. I've met one person, two people down here since I moved down here that RTIs. One was a V2K and she's out of hers. Hers is completely gone, delivered also through Jesus Christ. She has no, no voices, no nothing, no residuals. And, um, so I thought her testimony was powerful, but I never heard anybody like I hear people say, "Oh, I don't, I'm not a criminal. I never did anything wrong. Why is this happening to me? It's a form of punishment." Well, if anybody deserved punishment, and of course I don't believe that now, it would have been me. I was a chief sinner, drug addicted, prostitute, snitching on everybody around, painting myself into a corner. I mean, I really had nowhere to go. I really had hit bottom—a a thuggy, criminal, silly, ridiculous, dirty, filthy bottom. So. I had no place else to go but up or die, one or the other. And the way you describe yourself back then, I don't hear any residue of that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Praise God for that. I thank him for that. I thank him every day for this this new life that I have. In spite of the circumstances and what happened around me and what was going on around me, he strengthened me to persevere, period. And I strongly encourage other people, whether you're a believer or not, Get under the blood of Jesus and pray to God and talk to him like he's your best daddy in the whole wide world because he will deliver you. He will take you through the other side and you will see a perspective from the way he sees things and not the way that we see things. Not looking at our circumstances like this is happening. we got to battle this and fight this. And that's all good. It didn't work for me personally. I come to the point now where I start praying for these people because we're called to forgive them. And some of them, I believe, are in bondage themselves. They're either under mind control, serious drug addiction, fearful. They can't get out. Because I never hear of any any gang stalker coming forward and saying, yes, I was a former gang stalker, and this is, what, this is how it works, and this is what goes on. I've never heard that. I wonder why. Well, they're probably afraid. Exactly. So that means they're in bondage. I pray for them. They need prayer. God will forgive them. All they got to do is ask. Yes, and he will protect them. Absolutely he will. He did it for me. He did it for me. Yep, he'll do it for anybody. He loves his children. His word says that he doesn't want to see any of us perish. Very true. Never too late. Never, ever too late. 
Well, thank you so much for your testimony. And it's important for us to share these type of things because there's TI struggling in all areas, you know. So when they hear yeah. things like this, this will really encourage them. Good. You know, I'm glad. And, I'm happy to hear and, now, and now you're working. I'm so happy for you. And I'm excited, too. I can't believe I mean, I can believe it. I knew eventually I would get back to work, but I had no idea. I never dreamed it would be a job like this that I absolutely love. I love it. <clears throat> I love Very it. Good. good for you. Thank you so thank much. You. All right. Thanks, Renata. I'll keep listening. All right. I'm going to read a comment, too, from the chat room for you. Okay. So I'll put you on. Sure. All right. Let's see. I just saw something in the chat room. Oh, D. Um, D from Brooklyn in the chat room says, Renata, I totally understand the lady speaking about drug abuse and the targeting uh, pushing recovery from drugs. Uh, please let her know I've been down the same road. Lost all my teeth from the pain management and the targeting. Yeah, we have to talk about that teeth thing because um, I'm having problems with mine. I know other TIs that are too. I think it's part of the targeting. All right. Yeah, that was so encouraging. Thank you, Carrie. It's really good. All right. Uh, Star 8, if you would like to speak. Hello, New Jersey. Hello. Jersey. Yeah, is it not? Hey, Charles, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. All right, considering I'm back in the hospital. Oh, are you? I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I was here since uh, Friday, Friday, um, Friday before last. Oh, wow. Are you getting any better since you've been there this time? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm doing better. Yeah, they should, they should, they should release me, um, Oh, uh, sometime this week. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. And I hope you continue to do better. Is it your um, diabetes? Huh? Is it the diabetes? Diabetes? Well, it's part of it. It's the AFib, and main, mainly it's the AFib. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... As far as the uh, the target and all that, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been going on. I mean, uh, some uh, things has occurred occurred um, recently that uh, um, I'm trying to stay ahead of. But um, as far as uh, living conditions, that's still the same. But there there may be a light at the tunnel where that's going to change. Good. Mm. Yeah. All right. But um, I ain't you know I ain't gonna you know go go into details about it. You know the old saying, I can't call it because it might spoil it. You know. <laughs> I never heard that, but I like that. Um, but let let me ask you this: um, Are you working with the social worker in the hospital? Because sometimes. <laughs> well, what what that woman uh, said? What the woman said um earlier? Social workers are a joke, a joke. Okay. Well, you know what? They they are for the most part. You have to be careful what you say to them because they will turn on you. Some of them, but I do know a target that is working with one and um, now, and that one is helping that person find housing. So, you know, if you well, just limit the conversation, just stick to the point. I need housing. That's it. You know. Uh, well, uh, God, God, God bless, God bless whoever, uh, whoever it is. God bless them. All right, and 
that's the thing that I know that people will joke, okay, because I know there's things they can do that they're not doing, okay, and they have an excuse, and they have excuses. They always come up with excuses. Oh, I don't deal with that, and I don't deal with this, and all that. And what you just said, because I know uh, throughout my life, a couple of people personally, a person, for instance, a person who had a stroke, never did a day work in his life, okay, but he did a, he had a stroke, all right, a few months, okay, they hooked him up in a nice, decent, one-bedroom apartment, okay, come on, man, come on, never did a day's work in his life, out there in the street hustling, okay, I know that for a fact, okay, and the things they, they, they can do, okay, it's, yeah, but, um, yeah, but like I said, um, uh, recently things came came um came about where it seems to be some light at the tunnel. So don't look weak, all right. And thanks, and that's thanks to Simone. Yeah, isn't she great? I love Simone. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. great. Yeah. And uh, I mean, she she recently. Hit me off for something that I mean, like, whoa! I mean, wow! So, might turn out all right. Good. I was afraid that it all works out. And see, that's the thing. When we try for ourselves, when we are sincere and we're trying our best to serve God, I'm telling you, you guys, He will always send help. He all He has for me. He will always send help. You you can't even imagine how God will open doors. Uh. You know, just like um, Carrie was just saying, you know, about the job situation. She, it gets discouraging sometimes when you're looking for work, but then all of a sudden the Lord opens doors, and, and right. he, he knows what's best for us. And it's the mm-hmm. same thing with you with the housing. Those doors will open. It's the same thing with me. If I would have listened to the TIs when I got laid off last year, oh, you'll never find a job. You'll never find a job. You know, but we have to try, and then God will open doors. I haven't found mm-hmm. a permanent one, but I, I have one that's getting me through so far, you know. So we mm-hmm. just have to put our best foot forward and just trust God. He'll do the rest. Yeah. So good, Charles. Just keep, keep looking, you know, and something will open for you. All right. All right. So y'all take care, and um, I'll just lay right here and listen. Okay, continue to get better, and I'll call you during the week, okay? All right. Start eight if you want to speak again. Okay, start eight. I'm sorry it's taking a while, you guys, to get to you. Hello, Lauren? Hey, Renata. I'm glad you're back from your vacation, and I'm glad you got me connected with your craft. I'm very happy for you. Yeah, thank you. I'm very happy for you. It's sure nice to hear your voice today. sure is. Uh, I, too, have been, you know, kind of going through the storm, too. Uh, I, I had a birthday a few days ago, and they don't mean the same as when I was younger and stuff, but I was pretty much in the hospital with my sister. And uh, a lot of your uh, audience is speaking today. I can relate to a lot of it. The man that's uh, right now that just spoke before that's in the hospital, not feeling sure. well. Uh, yeah, the, so, the social workers, they're all a part of a system, and and I'm hearing bits and pieces. I, I really feel very strongly we're all victims of this type of illegal alien mafia, and it's the trafficking of governmental benefits. It, mm-hmm. He is entitled to Section 8. It's 
I believe his, without a doubt his identity has been sold. And whomever is getting his benefits that he is rightfully entitled to are using them right now. Um, I did get a visit two weeks ago, Renata, from Homeland Security based on complaints that I put in uh, with identity theft. And they will use as a cover in this mafia the, the gang stalking to terrorize you. Let's keep you all waddly, and eventually they want to uh, slowly erode our bodies and our minds and get us chronically ill and uh, take us to our death. But it's a more than identity death. They want to step into our identity. That's what it's all about, the United States-born identity. And they've got a lot of players, both born of this soil and of another land. So, so um, why, did, I will, why did Homeland Security visit you, Lauren? Why did they visit you? Um, the letter that I wrote to say that my, um, my sister is against the law when we go into hospitals, the smirking and mocking, taking uh, exorbitant amounts of blood vials from Lillian, making her blood go low. Then we, we get in for procedures or appointments, say 8 or 9 o'clock in Chicago. They find something wrong with Lillian, and they want to immediately tell us to go to the ER. The ER is the hub of trafficking uh, Medi-Cal, Medicaid, or medical insurance benefits because under emergency rooms, they can pretty much get a guaranteed payment from your insurance company based on emergency. Also, yes. emergency doctors True. and nurses have naughty records that they don't have to tell the general public. A lot of these doctors and nurses have drug addictions. A lot of times when you're in the hospital, they'll have you billed of taking a shot for pain. They don't administer it to you, but that drug-addicted nurse will already, you know, shoot herself up. So there's a lot of trafficking of pain management pills and such, mm. controlled substances. It's all about money. And at every level with this nefarious group that we're put into, <clears throat> and don't get me wrong, some people feel that they're experimented more so. My sister and I, uh, targeting has always felt, and what's been shown to us has always been highly criminal. The groups that follow us are thugs. The people that they swarm us like bees around a swarm of bees in hospitals and public places are thugs, criminals. I said, this is criminal. So uh, Lily and I complained about that and her treatment. We had to redo a lot of surgeries that they're not doing right. I accuse them of mangalism, you know. Mm -hmm. And then her nephrologist, kidney specialist, he yelled at me, and I felt he interfered in Lillian's living donor program, so got a complaint against him. He's been acting weird, but I can tell anyone, Homeland Security now took the names, have a copy of me and Lillian's driver's license, and they said they will start doing a pending investigation and trafficking of benefits. He said there's different departments in Homeland Security that are going to address the medical fraud, overbilling Medi-Medi. He says a DSS that falls under the government. They will find out why you're Section 8, why you were declined food stamps or anything. When you make just a little under $1,000, you are eligible for a lot of government programs that they're not giving to the Americans, but yet they forge your signature. And they will then have that illegal alien taking all your benefits. They will say you're only eligible to get your teeth cleaned with your medical insurance, and you are eligible for that root canal. 
but someone else is using it. When I say step into our identity, I mean step into our identity. That means all your benefits. Your retirement are going to try to be taken. Social security is all fraudulent. So is it good or bad? I will let you know the outcome of the so-called investigation. I can't get you happy yet because my life hasn't changed and I haven't gotten that letter that you found the criminals that uh, have stolen our identity. But Renata, I can tell you, the minute I know, I will let you know. Okay, Lauren. I hope everything works out. And I thank you for everything you do, too. You do a lot for the community and, and for your sister. Yeah, that could be kind of heavy sometimes, too. I've had to, it's hard to be an activist or try to have a call when you have a chronically ill sister. And again, they want to keep her in the condition of chronically ill. They want her dead so they can relax and get this identity. And we are definitely victims of definitely. So, yeah. uh, and I think a lot of targets are. We have no ideal. By them keeping us terrorized, we don't, the last thing we think, oh my God, someone stole my identity. They've stolen your identity. When they reject you from getting your food stamps or voucher to live, you are eligible. It's just being used by someone else. They mm-hmm. have the computers. They don't talk in the county. So the young man you talk to on the East Coast, he may specifically be in one county, but there is someone using his identity in the next county. And I can't believe Department of Social Services computers from county to county do not communicate with each other. It's as if the bureaucracy was set up for fraud. Hmm. And that's all I want to say. Thank you so much. You want to tell the people about your call? Um, I, I do. Hi, everyone. Um, pretty much uh, I always have a call Saturday night. It's like a dime, 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so far with Professor Solange Martinez, we will be on a week from today, which is June 11th, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, she moves because she, too, is taking care of her chronically ill mother who has a lot of medical issues that are not being addressed. She can't even get medicine, eyeglasses, or dentures needs. They are using that. This is a, and they're, they're making us hungry like church mouse. They want us dead so they can step into that identity for life. I'm 56 now. I've worked at least 33 and a half years of my life. If they have it their way, I will be dead. But at the age of 65 to collect Social Security, someone will be using Lauren Zeta K. Whitfield, my name and my identity, in drawing Social Security, but it won't be me. Lauren, can I ask you a question? Yes. On your last call, I, I was there, but I came in late. I just... You know, a lot of times you don't know I'm there, but I just tend not to talk or anything. But um, but I came in late, and I heard Professor Martinez saying that she had been arrested. What was she arrested for? She was arrested on the original call, which was a week before the 28th of May. Falsified. Mm-hmm. This is also a part of the victims. You will be falsely arrested. And that means she was arrested out of her home, taken out, away from her sick mother, uh, with the reason that she violated um, her restraining order, which, by the way, was fraudulent because it was an application of restraining order. It was not signed by a judge. It was signed by a court lawyer. This is how they play. They will put you in courtrooms, but all of a sudden you look around and no one's really there. Another who had a restraining order against her? Who, who had the restraining order? Her, 
uh, that would be her landlord slash racist. She oh. walked up. She walked up on her car after one in the morning, and he was quiet underneath the car, attempting to damage her car. She called nine one one, and subsequently they left and then returned at eight a.m. and took her out. Her she landlord was raped her. Did you call? Yeah. Did he he raped her. Yeah, he did rape her. And he no, the rape kit refused to give her a rape kit. He's an illegal alien mafia member. They have an immunity in this mafia that they're covered. No matter, most of the members are, most of the members are criminals. They steal identities. Impersonating people is nothing new to them. Have you ever experienced being a target when you walk out of certain places? Did I really speak to a judge? Was that really a doctor? Was that really a clerk at Social Security? They seem so off. They are off. They steal the Americans' identities whom they have murdered and step into that life. Haven't you feel like you're at bureaucracies and stuff and you're in banks and stuff and you're like, who's this idiot? I'm seeing people that work even all day in and day out in Chicago with brilliant, serious cats. You ask them medical questions, they don't know jack shit. I walk away like, what was that? Some of the ER doctors and stuff drugged out. This woman, she couldn't even focus on me. And I'm like, we're leaving. You're not even looking at me, much less listening to me. I'm not comfortable. Well, what do you mean by that? I kept saying, what I mean by it is you don't come off as no, uh, who's the guy from the future? If you don't come off as no Richard, Marcus Welby. I said, you don't feel like a doctor. You don't feel like, you know, who are you? What are you? And then they immediately wanted to get away. They duck and hide. They'll put on that white jacket or coat and walk around the halls of hospitals murdering us. And it is happening. And the proof is when you can't get your benefits and they're rightfully yours, your identity is being used. Right. So now oh, man, I'm sorry that yeah. I'm sorry that happened to her. We are going through it. And then she wrote a cover letter with the Department of Homeland Security. This identity theft slash murdering of United States citizens, it, the fraud is now off the chain. It's almost like she's saying someone has to do something. It's now not controllable anymore. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, yes, she was falsely arrested. Yes. Thank you for sharing. I'll try to listen in next week, too. Okay. Thank you, Renata. Right. Thank you, Lauren. Okay, star eight if you would like to speak. Hi, Greg. Is Greg still here? I meant to say hi to Greg earlier. Hello, Greg. He was in the uh, chat room. He has a good video up up there on YouTube, you guys. Hello. Hello, Brittany. Hello. Yes, I'm here. Hi. Hi. I'm just listening, taking everything in right now, and I'm coloring a tree. <laughs> at the moment. Um, oh, because you had pressed star eight, so I thought you wanted to speak. Oh, I, I actually I didn't press it. Oh, you didn't? Okay. All well, right. <laughs> okay. So, did you want to say anything or no? Uh, no, I just, um, no. Uh, basically, the last time I was at the psychiatrist was like a couple of days ago, and, um, 
the, the, the woman psychiatrist has said that, you know, oh, yeah, these are students with the light jackets on. Do you want, you know, is it okay that they say, you know, and usually I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And this time I was like, no, <laughs> you know, like now I know. And um, I'm, I'm glad that was brought up. So thank you. I'm so glad you did that. If if you did not want them there, because it took me a while to be able to speak up with that. I think that's a little targeting method they do. Because uh, the la- a couple of times we were at the hospital or my daughter was in the hospital, they came, oh, these are students and, you know, we just want them to watch. And I spoke up and said, no, thank you. Right. So good for you. Because a lot of times we think these people are in authority and we have to do what they what they say, you know. But if you're not comfortable with that, then good. Glad you didn't say anything. I mean, I'm glad you spoke up. Thank you. You mean in your actual therapist, she had people in there while you were doing no, no. therapy? In, in uh, what's it called? It's uh, my psychiatrist. Right. In the, were you doing therapy? No, I was basically um, in my therapy. There's, there's that, that's a whole different story. But um, at my psychiatrist's office, where I came out from the hospital from the attempt of suicide, um, and if, if you look at some of the papers, like you know. Um, I think her phone hung up. She'll call back. All right, start eight if you would like to speak. Hey, Donna. Hi, Renata. How are you? Uh, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. good today. Uh, that, yeah, you sound good. Um, it's nice to have you back. It really is. Thank you. We do miss you. Yeah. Um, That lady that was speaking, I think her name is Annette, about her son. Um, Looking back, I realized that I've been targeted for a long, long time, if not my whole life. And um, I'm, I'm thinking about my son, Matthew, that was killed. And I can see that there were different things that happened to him and different ways that we were relating to each other. And it would just come out of the clear blue sky, just like craziness just flew in the house. And um, he was trying so hard, so, so hard to pull his life together, which he did just before he was killed. And, um, I would really, you know, if that lady would like to speak with me, I'd like to speak with her because I went through a lot. I went through a lot of things about tough love. Um, I'm still questioning some of that. Uh, Sometimes humility goes further than anything else. And just putting yourself on the back burner and trying to listen And, and, and not with your head, but with your heart. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, you know, like for me, um, I know I'm right because I'm a Christian. Biblically, I know what's right. And it's really hard to put that on the back burner. It really is hard to put that on the back burner. Plus years and years of studying sociology and psychology and all of it, relational things. 
So just I I understand every emotion that she's having. I definitely do. And um Well I, I, I think I have her phone number, so I'll I'll um I'll give her your number because she'd love to talk to you, I'm sure. She would. I I would love to talk with her, and I I really need a friend. I'm I'm seriously. I mean, a target friend. Um, yes. I'm seriously um, isolated here. I'm in a really hard to get area, and um, I'm not working. I never did get my license for here because I've just been so dysfunctional and taking care of so many things. Did you guys move, Donna? I know you guys were going to move. Did you move? Um, yeah, I have to be out of this house, like, uh, no later than the ninth. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I wanted to say that, and about Lauren and this identity thing that she's going through, that's frightening. Um, yeah. I, I want to learn more about that. Um, I, everybody says oh, I'm really pretty Pardon go me? To go to Lauren's call because she um, she has a Professor Martinez. They talk about it every week on her talk show call. Awesome. You know, I tried to get into her call and I can't get into it. It, it, well, it's maybe Saturday night at, at the, 6 o'clock Pacific. I think she said 6, yeah. Yeah, I well, I'll try again. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Yeah. It's I, was, I was getting into it, and then for about two or three times, I couldn't. Hmm. Well, try again. Oh. I, I, don't, I don't think she said it. Did she say it's going to be this Saturday or next Saturday? I'll I'll get the information and I'll let you know. Oh, okay. Can I? Uh, she's talked to you, right? Yes, she is. Okay, and I'd like to have her um, code if if you have it, please. Yeah, let me see if I have it written down here. It's um one four two one two four. Saturdays, I think 6 p.m. I don't know if that's Eastern or, or Pacific. Pacific. Yeah, I think she said 11 or 9. Wait, Eastern. here's Lauren. Here, oh. let me unmute Lauren. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Lauren. Oh, hi. Thank you, Renata. Real quick, and uh, I don't want to interfere anymore. Um, hi, Donna. Hey, everyone. Uh, it's Lauren's call, and Saturday night, my time is 10 p.m. The time is like the dime. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, Eastern yeah, okay. Standard Time. And that would be, I believe, 7 p.m. Pacific Time? Yes, mm-hmm. 7. Yes. Oh, 7 uh, p.m. in the evening for uh, West Coast. Then next week, again, because Solange's mother is chronically ill, I can't really pin her down like I would want to, like she's always here on this date and time. Because her mother's chronically ill, will be on the call 6 p.m. That's 6 p.m. Eastern uh-huh. Standard Time. That would be about uh-huh. 3 o'clock. And again, uh-huh. I've had her on the call Wednesdays. I've had her on Fridays because of her mother being ill. I, I want to pin her down, and she does, but she can't. Uh-huh. Okay, so so the 6 p.m., what is the date of the 6 p.m. call? 
That's going to be June 11th, which falls on a Sunday, exactly a week from today. That's going oh, to be okay. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Got it. Thank you, Lori. Really appreciate your work on that. Thank you. You're welcome, Donna. Thank you both. Thanks, Lori. Okay. Um, Anything else, Donna? Um, No, I think that's that's pretty pretty much it. Other than um, I'm facing a a biopsy in my throat from how they blew out a gland by my thyroid. They also used to do that to my knees. They did my right one, which was not too awful bad at the beginning, and then when I got here to Oregon, uh, they did the back of my left knee, and it's serious. Um, have trouble walking and bending sometimes, but what they're doing is actually when I got past the really bad pain on it, uh, lately they've been um, shooting shooting that leg, all the knee, around the knee all the time. And uh, and then so oh and then I lost half of my eyesight in two days. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so I've got to see a specialist um, from uh, well they're coming from Eugene to Coos Bay to um, look at it. But that biopsy really has me going. I I really do not want to get a biopsy. This is just for anyone's information because I heard two other women talking about the same thing that happened to them recently. And um, a friend of mine, homeopathic, he told me that when they stick the needle in there, um, that if you do have cancer, that it could spread through your whole body because it immediately goes into your blood system. And he also said, definitely don't let anybody do any cutting around there because there is a lot of experimentation going on. Mm -hmm. So I've been rubbing coconut oil on it. I'm taking noni juice. I'm taking different... um, vitamins, I've changed my diet, I'm drinking no sodas, no coffee, I'm drinking tea, um, let's see what else. He said not to eat anything dead and not to eat dairy. I don't know that I agree with his whole thing, but I know he beat cancer twice. And yeah, he lives in Hawaii and uh, he's got the garden and He's a medical missionary, basically. Um, so that I'm just telling you this. I really don't like sharing all this on the phone, but I'm hoping that your call is more safe than most. And and just for anybody that might be going through these things, um, I'm really trying to stay strong. I really am. You would not believe what I'm facing in all kinds of ways. Um, so Donna, Donna, have you been diagnosed yet or no? I have an appointment on the nineteenth um, okay. for the um, the throat thing, and um, I'm still waiting on the eye thing. I think I am. I gotta think real hard. I don't think I have an appointment for that yet. Is your vision back, Donna? Is it? I lost half of my vision. Oh, I'm so sorry. In one eye, and. And when I was in Arizona, they lasered my my eye, and I had to have a um, surgeon come up from Phoenix and 
test it and look at it and everything. And he's going, oh, I can't, I can't understand why you can't see better. <laughs> and then when I got lasered in Grover Beach, uh, my thumb, I asked the x-ray technician because I wanted to know if there was a chip in there. Felt like mm-hmm. it. Uh, he said, oh, no, I totally believe you. Um, they stand at the airport and, and blind the pilots with the lasers. Oh, and then my. after that, about, I don't know, a week or two later, I had to have the tip of my thumb cut off because this the skin was all dead from and white from dying. Um, does anybody wonder if I'm a real T.I.? <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, exactly. I can't give you much more. I mean, I could go on. I could go on for days. Yeah, go on for days. And you know what? The Lord Jesus Christ is the only thing that will get any of us through. And I don't mean just saying the word. I mean get into your word. Get into the richness of the word. Look at the sunshine. Look at the gifts around us. Heaven. Well, people can ignore it. It's beyond me. But the most important thing, here I go, I'm on my soapbox and I'm not apologizing, is that it's the relationship, the relationship between God, yourself, and humanity. Mm-hmm. And if you have none of that, you have nothing, absolutely nothing. It's very true, Donna. I feel the same. Yes, I know you do, Renata. And a mm-hmm. lot of your other people do, too. And that's what's mm-hmm. carrying us. That's, you know, when you stop uh, shucking and jiving yourself, especially, and stop hiding behind your perfectness, your you know, this thing you've got built up about you and you get real, down and dirty and real and realize you're a part of humanity. There's nothing perfect about you. And that's why we need Jesus. Yeah. And that's why we need each other. That's true. Very true. It's, it's heinous what they're doing to us. It's just, you know, especially when they attack the family. You know, that that's uh, it, it. It goes beyond. It it's so demonic. It's just you can't even fathom. Good people can't even fathom this stuff. That's why they just get afraid or walk off or whatever. Good people don't think this way. And you can, you know, I wish I was at the point where I could. I what I have to do with them because I'm getting where. I have real strong bad feelings about it. And uh, I just say, when I start getting nuts, I just say, Lord, I put it on the altar to you. I can't handle this. I can't deal with this. It's yours, Lord. Please take it and have your way with it. Have your way, Lord God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what he wants us to do, to give it to him. Yes, it's his responsibility, he says. We're well, thank you, Donna. Well, thank you, and I'm glad you're back because I'm so dysfunctional. I can't even go to church, and I've gone to church my whole adult life. Aw, so, well, you'll get I, there. You'll go back. I I hope so. I, I feel like I'm on my way out, truthfully. I'm going to call you during the week, okay? Okay. I'm going to be busy, you know, with your packing and moving and stuff, but I'll give you a call. Thank you, Renata. 
And I'll also pass your number um, over to Suzanne. Correct. Okay. All right. Thank you, Donna. Thank you. All right. So we have, why is, um, okay, there's something weird going on with this board today, you guys, because now I can't see Donna. Hmm. Donna, would you mind hanging up and calling back in? Sure. Okay, thank you. Something so strange going on. So if you guys have your thing pressed and I'm not getting to you, it could just be this board because something, I'm not seeing everyone. Like, Donna, I don't see her right now. And the other lady, I didn't see her earlier. Hmm. Strange. Okay, Donna, please hang up and call back in. Thank you. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. My name is Samantha. This is my first time on the line. I'm from New Jersey. Uh, Praise and thank God for this opportunity to be on TalkShoe. I saw some of your videos. Um, God truly, truly uses you. God be the glory. And I had wanted to um, comment on the lady with the son but I didn't understand when you were saying star eight. I thought you was calling someone. But um, I just want oh, to. Oh, I'm sorry. Somebody... I should have explained that. I'm sorry. Star eight is the way. Um, if you if you call in and you press star eight, a number uh-huh. will light up to indicate to me that you want to speak. So I apologize for not making that clear. Okay. The lady with the son. What was her name? Um, I think that was Suzanne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. What, I to, what I wanted to say to Suzanne, I believe me, that God is leading me to tell her this, that the occult has a lot to do with her son's behavior. Which Gosh, has wait, hold on. To... Oh, okay. Excuse, I'm so sorry for cutting you off while you're talking. But hold your thought because I'm going to call her on the phone because I think she hung up. I can't oh. tell. Something screwy is going on with my board right now, so I can't tell if she's still there. But give me one second. I'm going to try to call her um, so that she can hear what, what, what's okay. on your heart. Her. Hold on one second. Try to reach her. If I have her number still, I don't know if it's the same number. Hello? Yes. You still there? Okay. okay. Um, yeah, I apologize. Tell me your name again, please. My name is Samantha. I'm from New Jersey. I commented on your movie, uh, Get Out, and you gave oh. me the uh, 
information to to talk to. Um, again, I, I just wanted to let her know about the occult part of this program. It truly is real, and she needs to be utilize the power of prayer. It has worked for me. God has kept me. God has made me more than a conqueror through this thing. I tell you, every trap, they sent so many things my way, Renata. You won't believe when, oh, God just let me, oh, every snare, I, I, it's broken. It just breaks. It just breaks. They sent tenants my way to destroy, destroy my property. They sent contractors my way to destroy my houses. They did everything possible. And you know what, what I say, Renata? We must have something great because there's no way in the world that thousands of people and hundreds of people a day would try to come after us if we didn't have something great. We got power, and that's what she has to understand. And I wanted to talk to her and let her know that she, the power is within her. She has the power to stop this stuff. I'm telling you, God has been so amazing things. I, even the judge, they had the judge try to come against me with one of my tenants. And God, when the spirit... When the enemy comes to like the, a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against the devil. I am a living witness. And, and people got to understand the spiritual realm of this program. You have to pray. You have to pray like never before. You have to talk to God like never before. And when you do that, you will see change. You will see, you will see these people. Uh-huh. These people are actually getting cut off. The ones that's assigned to me, they're getting cut off. They're getting and literally destroyed. And I pray for their salvation. I pray that they, they get redeemed. I pray because some of them, God showed me, is uh, they, they got them into this by fear, by fear. And, and they do need God's salvation. They, knew, they do need to see that God is greater and God is in control of this thing. No, I'm telling you, God has showed me so much miracles in my life. We serve in the same God that took down Pharaoh and his army. We serve, we serve in the same God. He is doing great things. And if we only believe and tap into the prayer, prayer life and believe God's word, we will overcome this thing. We will overcome this and we'll be able to help somebody else. That's why I'm on this line because I want to help somebody else. It ain't about me. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to battle. I'm not worried about me. I'm worried about those that don't have the faith. Those that don't believe that God is with them. God never left you. That's why they can't take you down. God got the end angels camped around you. They, they they can't take you down. God is still with <laughs> you, walking with you, talking with you. You just gotta believe and tap into the word and tap into the spirit of God and tap. This thing is spiritual. This is spiritual war. We're not fighting, uh-huh. fighting against flesh and blood. We fighting against principalities, powers, rules of darkness and wickedness in high places. This is about wickedness. And we got to learn how to fight the good fight. It ain't about uh, their technology. God, God tells me in his word that he disappointed the devices of the schemers that he can't, they cannot establish their enterprise against us. No matter what they use against us, no matter what they do, no matter what they say, no no matter what witch, what warlock, what government, what law enforcement officer, what agency, they can't do nothing to us. And we got to start believing that. That's how we overcome and become and become victorious. That's how Amen. we overcome. So um, I'm here on the line just to help. I'm not here to talk about my situation because I already won the battle. I'm here to help anybody. Um, I'm just here to be a blessing to whoever needs to hear the word or however God I have to use me. And I thank God for you, Renata, because when I first found that, I didn't know what was going on with me either until God let me to start um, searching this thing. And then one lady, uh, do you know Mary Lou? No, I don't think I do. Her, her, her website is, um, what is it, um, Intelligence intelligence Briefing, something like that, Knowledge Intelligence Briefing. She's been targeted since 1998. 
This lady is so a blessing. How God just stopped the hands of the enemy. They even had a plane crash in front of her yard. They was doing wow. everything to this lady. And this lady, I, I tell you, when when I finally figured out that it this is satanic, this is this is wickedness. Yeah. I know yeah. my God is greater. My God is greater than all things, all things. So I I just know, and that's how I become victorious over it all, over it all. Over it all, everything they they send my way, Renata, and and the listeners. I'm telling you, God blocks it. God blocks it. He showed. They even tried to come between my marriage. They sent Jezebel spirits. They did everything. My children. They tried to turn my children against me. And yep. God blocks it every time. I'm telling you, we are victorious. We just gotta believe the word of God, stand on it, and have a prayer life like never before. Taking down Satan's empire because that's all it is uh the new world order is satan's empire taking it down and believing god that through it all even in his last evil days that we are more than conquerors and that's all i have to say god bless you god bless the listeners i'm going to be praying for all the ti's i i'm going to continue to keep y'all in my prayer and keep me in your prayers and i love you all and we're going to make it we are we are we have something greater i'm yes, telling you that's why they target us, because we got it. We got it, and that's what they got to realize. We got it in us. We got to know how to use it. We got to know how to use this power that God gave us, and we will overcome all things. God bless you all. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for your encouraging words. Can I ask you a couple questions? Sure. Okay, first let me read from the chat room, because, um, you know, we have a chat room, too. I don't know if you know that, but you can log in to TalkShoe.com. And then okay. put in the code 114-616, and uh-huh. it'll take you to the chat room while the call is on and people are in there commenting and talking and things. Um, so uh, Lynn from the uh, chat room says, uh, amen, preach it, sister. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, D from Brooklyn says, um, God be with you, sis. Amen. And then um, Lynn says, this sister is strengthening and healing. What a blessing to be so on fire. She's awesome. <laughs> Praise God. God be yeah. the glory. <laughs> and I agree with them as well. So um, are you are you uh, still married? Yes, I am. The devil okay. can't have his way with that. No, no, no. Very yes. Good. Very good. Very uh-huh. good. Yes, because uh, they definitely try to come between marriages. You know, they 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 definitely try to break up the family. Yeah. Um, so thank God that that's not working. How old mm-hmm. are your children? Are they adults or teenagers? I just look around thirty one and twenty six. Oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. That's all I want to know. Okay, and um, and do you work? I am doing real estate right now, and I was doing counseling. I got out of that um, that uh, profession, so uh-huh. to speak, because uh, it was a 503C. A 503Cs are involved in this experiment and project, too, as well. But that's another story for another day. But I well, got they're tied into the government. They're tied in with the government. So the government yes. grants, so they have to be on the government agenda. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So um, I got out of that, and I'm doing real estate right now. Um, God is still blessing and providing like he's promised me he would. I worry about nothing. I don't lack nothing. I don't make as much money as what I was using, used to, but God still provides for me, um, mm-hmm. and I go without nothing. So, you know, I'm grateful for that. I'm There's another um, targeted sister who does real estate. She does real estate oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, she might even be in your in your area. Where where are you? I'm from New Jersey. I wish I can find some other TIs. I want to start my you own. You know what? I, she's in your area. I, be, oh, I yeah? don't know if she's in New Jersey proper, but she's definitely in that area. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, she is. Excuse me? I would love to meet her. Praise God. I would love to meet her. Yeah, she does. She does real estate. Well, I don't have your. I can give you my number, and I'll check with her. She's she's okay. really nice. Very very kind lady. Um, okay. uh, yeah, you want to take my number down? Oh, hold one second. Let me just get a pen, Renata. Okay. Sorry. Okay, it's five one zero. Oh. 510-688-7277. Okay, wait a minute. 688-5277? No, 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 no. no. I'm going to start over. Okay, uh-huh. it's 510 is the area code. Okay. 688. Oh, 688. Okay. 7277. Oh, seven, two. I, I put a five. Okay, thank you, Renata. Thank yeah. you. Uh, yeah, I'll try to reach that sister because she's real positive. Uh, she's somewhere on the East Coast. I want to say New Jersey, but I'm not positive. Okay. Uh, somewhere over there, and uh, she, she's just such a blessing. She's she's she's, she's a good one. So um, I'll, I'll get in touch with her and see if it's okay because I don't generally just give out people's number without their permission. Okay, yes, yes, that's yeah. right. All right, God bless you all. I'm going to um, sign out of the, the talk show. I was on since the beginning, but I didn't know how to tap in and talk. So now I know. And when are we going to join next Sunday again? It's every Sunday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is 3 Eastern, every Sunday. Okay, all right. Okay, again, God bless. Talk to you all later, okay. okay? You too. All right. Okay, thanks. Okay, start eight if you would like to speak. Uh, question of the day is, which, what have you been doing lately? We haven't been here in two weeks, so what have you guys been doing? How's everything been going? Um, uh, what kind of things are important in your life? Because I was saying in the last two weeks I rediscovered that I really enjoy doing crafts and things like that, so I've been kind of just trying trying different little crafts to put my attention elsewhere because they want our attention on them. They want all of our uh, uh, attention. And I realize that I really have been giving them a very large part of my uh, attention. So I'm trying to refocus and just do some things I enjoy, which is getting out in nature and creating things. I started feeling this deep desire because I was so bored these last couple weeks. And I started feeling this deep desire to just create. I didn't know what I wanted to create, but I just kept feeling like I want to create something. I want to create something. I don't know what. And so um, I went out and bought a little paint set, and I started painting, and it was so relaxing. And then I went from there, and I made a mirror that I have displayed in my living room, and that came out pretty good. And then I did, what else did I do? I did a little terrarium succulent um, plant thing. I don't know, just, just doing stuff. You know, and it made me realize this is the stuff that I used to enjoy. This is the this is something that God put in me when I was very, very young, and I used to make jewelry and stuff like that. 
um, the goal is to try to get back to who we are. That's the goal. So what what is important to you? That's the other question of the day. What What is important? Or you can say anything you like. Star 8, if you would like to speak. Hello? Charles? I think that's Charles. Hello? Yeah, Renata? Hey. Yeah, Renata, I just wanted to say, okay, that um, the woman that um, that um, talked about the, um, the you know, the um, conspiracy thing, yo, I mean, she hit the nail on the head on a whole lot of things. She I was mean, talking really, about what? Which lady? Which lady? Um, I, I forgot her name, but she was, was um, she? oh, about the um, about the um, false ID and all that. Okay. Lauren, that's Lauren. She has a talk show. A talk show I mean, that's Lauren. she. I mean, damn, she was hitting the nail on the head on a lot of, <coughs> on a lot mm-hmm. of things. I don't, I don't agree with every single thing she said, but I mean, for the most part, I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I mean, a lot of things, a lot of things that I've seen myself personally as kind, what she was talking about came into focus. You know. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. For um, before you, before you, she got a call, right? Yeah, I will. I can either text you her information. It's it's Saturday. I will, okay. Uh, text you text you her information, or when I call you during the week, I'll give it to you. All right. Yeah. Text it to me. Okay, I will. Because she talks about all of this, and she has a um, a professor that comes on that really has experienced this stuff too. Um, and her name is Professor Martinez, and she comes on uh, along with Lauren, and they talk about it every week. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'll make all sure right. you get that information. All right. Thanks. They serve a dinner now. Okay. All right. Take care, Charles. All right. All right. Start eight if you would like to speak. Hello. Uh oh, I thought I unmuted you. Sorry. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Renata. This is Lisa. This is my first time um, on your call. How you doing? Hi, Lisa. Welcome. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you. Um, I liked your topic. I think it's a good idea. Um, We do get caught up, you know, with all our TI issues, and I think it is important, you know, to try to refocus on, um, you know, things that um, are who we are and will keep us grounded, and I'm also Mm -hmm. a Christian, too, so I totally believe in prayer, and I try to spiritually arm myself with uh, reading the Bible every day. And um, working my way through the whole thing, like at the beginning of the Bible, it has the um, little uh, key where you read such and such every day. And by the end of the year, after the end of July, I'll hopefully be through the whole thing. So I'm really cool. I'm really excited about that. And then also um, been trying to, you know, just uh, get back into some of, for me, uh, my creative writing. So that's, you know, I think a God-given gift. And, um, you know, we have to try to use our God-given gifts and talents. Uh, mm-hmm. or else don't let them steal it from us because, uh, you know, that would be uh, surrendering to uh, the other side as far as I'm concerned. So I think it's important to fight back 
and just keep trying to, like you said, get out in nature. I try to take my shoes off, put my feet on the ground and the grass, as they say there's something grounding about that, and then mm-hmm. put put my put my arms around a tree, you know, literally get the energy from God's tree. And, uh, you know, just get into that nature every day, even if it's for five minutes. And, you know, I've had those days where you can't even get outside. And like some friends would tell me, well, get to a window. At least get to a window and open the window if you can. And and just hold hold the trees, the sky, you know, and everything else, the birds, as much as you can because they hate that. And uh, and it's good for us. And, uh, you know, do your God-given talents, whether it's writing or music or whatever it is. Trying to listen to beautiful, pleasing music. They say that's good, too, for you uh, to combat the technology as well as just spiritually uplifting. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to share, too, with my fellow TIs when I was at the worst of the gang stalking, I mean, almost to the point of insanity, um, I would... Uh, Blast, you know, I'd be sitting in my car, they'd be crowding around me. I would just blast K Love or some Christian station and music, and they would just like dissipate. You know, they don't want to hear that. And uh, so it was a win win because it was good for me to hear it and it was, you know, repels them. Um, also, prayer repels them too. Um, I was told this actually by someone who said she was a Christian now, but a former Satanist. And mm-hmm. she told, and I asked her, what can I do when they're doing this to me? And she said, prayer. She says, it takes the wind right out of their sails. And it totally uh, does. I, yeah. I, I have gone shopping, Renata. I have been at a supermarket and almost been driven to insanity with the stalking. And I will just start breaking out into prayer. I'll even start, I'll start singing the Our Father, you know, to myself, you know, or I'll start, you know, just, just saying, if I can't think of anything else because they've got me all worked up, I'll just mm-hmm. say the Our Father over and over again. I have uh, gone in stores with the Bible clutched in my hand, uh, mm-hmm. uh, pointed towards them. You know, all this stuff, they, it repels them. It really does. It takes the out of their sales because that's the last thing this technology wants, and it's the last thing these gang stalkers want. It, it just, it's totally um, juxtaposed to all their evil technology and their evil gang stalking. So, um, yeah, I would totally recommend that, uh, you know, out of desperation, I turn to these things and um, and they work, you know, when you are in that situation. You know, God is with you. I mean, it's just such a testimony to how God is with you, um, you know, all the time and in the worst of it. And uh, I just want to encourage <clears throat> my fellow TIs to, to try that and do that and also to pursue their God-given talents, again, whether it be music or um, dancing or singing or writing um, crafts, like you said, artwork, whatever it is, I think you should definitely go for it. Yeah, whatever, even if you can do it five, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a couple of, uh, you know, higher-level TIs with, you know, more intelligence, like Brian Chewy has said, the music, listening to pleasant music is also... Um, um, damaging to their technology too. It, it, it mm-hmm. combats it, so because uh, it requires no energy. So uh, and then also also um, David Case's CD too. I don't know if anyone uh, hasn't heard about it or hasn't gotten it, but it apparently helps a lot of TIs. I don't get B2K voices per se. Um, mm-hmm. I may get I get tinnitus though, and I get songs. So um, it helps with that, and me, and it helps. 
uh, with anxiety. It too brings down my anxiety level tremendously, and I think it just keeps them from being able to uh, tap into me. So, however they do, so I, I highly recommend that too. And uh, you know, that's about all I really had to share. Um, you know. Okay, there were a couple things you said. Um, number one, with the with the grounding or the earthing, some people call it earthing. Um, you were saying there are times where you can't get out. First of all, I think it's great that you that you get out and you know about the earthing and you do the, or the grounding and you do the grounding. That is so wonderful. Um, I do it too, and it, it just really helps to to get you back to a good place. I, I, there's some real truth to that when they say that yes. the, the, the the grounding does something for you mentally. It really, really does. Um, yes. The other thing that I do. Uh, especially when I can't get out or the weather's bad or, or even at night sometimes, I go to bed with the Schumann's Resonance on, um, and you can pull that up on YouTube, and I just listen through my phone with my little earbuds, and I do it on my way to sleep along with my meditating because I do the meditation. I don't do the mantras. I don't do that. I do, like, guided meditation, mm-hmm. uh, positive affirmations or something like that. But um, mm-hmm. also... Uh, the binarial beats for the Schumann resonance um, is mm-hmm. the Earth's vibration, and the Earth's mm-hmm. vibration is uh, seven seven point eight three hertz. Oh. And you can pull you can pull that up on uh, YouTube and just listen to that, like on your way to bed or whatever. It really helps mm-hmm. with the tinnitus. Number one, it really helps me with the tinnitus, but it mm-hmm. also uh, it really helps with the with the grounding or the earthing. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. get out, so it's really good. And I'll put the link in the chat room. But it's called Schumann S. If you want to pull it up on YouTube, it's S C H U M A N N Resonance R E S O N A N C E. Okay, what was that again? S C H U what? M M like Mary A N N. And then the second word is resonance R E S O N A N C E. Okay, I'm going to try that. Yes, it's Earth's vibrational frequency. Now, some of these you have to be careful with because some of them are a little weird to me. So the Mm -hmm. one that I listen to is by uh, whoever posted it. It's called Magnetic Minds, M-I-N-D-S. Mind, okay. Yeah, because some of them have, like, whale sounds and all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff with them, although I heard Mm -hmm. whale sounds is good for you, but... I don't mm-hmm. do that particular one. So this is the one that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'm going to try them personally. And also, um, there's other ones. I mean, I, when I'm having a hard time falling asleep, I haven't found these in particular, and I want to try them. But I, I, I just go for anything. I mean, I will try. If one thing doesn't work, I just go to the next. They have white noise, brown noise. Yeah. Uh, any of them that happen to work for me for the night or sometimes it might be a cello sound or a nature sound that might help me or just listening to the psalms. They have some that are, um, you know, you sound like a strong Christian like me. I think there's a lot on here. I love your your call, by the way. I'm so glad I found it. I wish I had found it sooner and now I'm on it. But, um, yeah, anything with the psalms, very comforting and, um, you know, sometimes with music. So there's so many different options, or I'll just put an old movie on that I already know the lines like a million times. I, I've seen it, and so, you know, just in the background, that'll just lull me to sleep. 
So, uh, you know, I just recommend to PI, if one thing isn't working, just switch to another one, just keep trying, and eventually hopefully one of them will Yeah, knock and, out. you know, I used to just go from meditation to meditation to meditation, but now I'm very choosy on mm-hmm, meditations mm-hmm. because I come mm-hmm. to realize that not all of them agree with me spiritually. Okay. Some oh, of them have, okay. some of them mm-hmm. are like Buddhist. Okay. Um, uh, some of them do the the uh, what do you call that uh, uh, time mantra. travel? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, the mantras, but also the mantra. they'll do that. Uh, what is that where they get the, astral like, projection? Astral, astral. Oh travel. yeah, I'm yeah. not into that at all. No, I really And that's what that. I'm saying. If you no. just let it, if you just let the meditations just go right after another, you'll end up with right. some kind of weird stuff. So no, I'm you're right. That's a good point. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. trust anything like that because, um, you know, I talked to uh, minister about it. Um, I don't know if you know Scott Hensler, but he's yeah. very good. And I asked him specifically about that, and he said no, no. because no, no, you no. can get in touch with spirits from, you oh, know, Oh, it's some evil stuff spirits. out there. You don't want to yeah, do that. Yeah, you don't want to open that realm up. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's good yeah. that you mentioned that. Yeah, I, 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 I'm talking with me, not even uh, meditations or anything, but just like nature sounds, you know, like the crickets and the ocean um, I don't think you're going to get in trouble with that. But um, for me, you know, those yeah, are the ones Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, just, just be careful because there's like yeah. third eye meditation out there, all of that. You don't want to okay. do that. Yeah, okay. you want to be careful with all of that kind that's of stuff. That's important. I'm glad you said that. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's about all I have to say. And thank you. I, I love your call. And, um, thank you I so much. I will be tuning in again. Thanks again. Mm-hmm. You're very welcome. I do want to share one meditation I'm looking for mm-hmm. that has, for anyone who's having a problem sleeping, let me just find this really quick. This is like, this one gives me the best sleep ever. <laughs> and um, there's a particular, let's see, um, the, uh, uh, there's a person who, uh, or maybe people who uh, post on there, and they're called the Honest Guys. I really like their stuff. Okay. Yeah, I really like their stuff. They have that stuff sounds good. The honest guys. Okay. Yeah. It sounds nice. Okay. Yeah, I like I like most of their meditations that I've heard so far. But let me just share this one. Oh my gosh, this is the one right here. This one is called. Let me make sure this is the right one. Hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for anyone having problems with um, sleep, please try this. Just give it a try. I promise you, you will wake up the next day. This is called um, Relaxing Train Journey. Oh. I don't know mm-hmm. how I found this one, but mm-hmm. it's like it's called Sleeping on a Train. Oh, my gosh. This will put you out. You hear the train sounds. There's mm-hmm. snow hitting mm-hmm. the window. Okay, write this down, you guys. It's called, and I'm going to put the link in the chat room. It's called Relaxing Train Journey. Mm-hmm. And then there's a hyphen, and it says 10 hours video with soothing sounds for relaxation, 
meditation, study, and sleep. I don't know how anybody can study through this because I go to sleep each time. <laughs> yeah, um, that sounds relaxing to me. I, I get tired just hearing it. I want to just yeah, fall you hear the train about track, it. You hear the train sounds, and oh my gosh, it's so wonderful. <laughs> and um, the people who posted this, so you know you're on the right one. It's called Relax Sleep ASMR. And that's three different words. Relax, sleep, ASMR. Um, yeah, this one's great. There's some other yeah. trained ones, too. I don't know how I found this one, but I'm glad I did. Because this one puts you That one you sounds out. real good. Um, oh. And I want to say, too, if you have no access to anything, like I know if anybody is unlucky like me, sometimes they hit my electronics so they don't work. Um, phone, uh, could be CD player, they will definitely interfere. So if you're stuck like that, um, also, if worse comes to worse, I have found a, a regular fan sometimes will help, especially a little, if it's a little bit loud and clinky, um, that will help put you to sleep too sometimes. So just a fan sound. Yeah, thank you. A regular fan. Yeah, you know, because we do get hit with electronics, so sometimes you're lucky if you have just a fan, you know. So that's, uh, and sometimes help too. So I just want to throw that out there. Um, and you know what? I don't. Um, I I actually don't have problems sleeping. I never really did. I mean, every now and then, every blue moon. But mm-hmm. sleep has never been my problem because I'm always so tired. Actually, <laughs> I get my sleep induced. Like I, you know, I did. They they target you the other way too. Uh, yeah. Not just keeping you up, but they target you yeah. putting you to sleep too. Yes. They will put you out. Yeah, they do that to me, too. I'm more in that boat than the other boat, but I know a lot of, like you, uh, I sometimes that will just hit me and just knock me right out, and I think they hit me hard while I'm dreaming and sleeping, but um, they love to do that. But uh, but I know there's so many CIs out there that can't get a wink of sleep, so I I put all these out there for them, so, um, you know, hopefully more so for them. And then, like you, occasionally, you know, of course, have a night too or can't sleep so but yeah um, most of the time I'm like you though too so yeah so all right well thanks again I'm gonna go get something to eat and I appreciate your call and I'll be on again thanks so much I'm glad you came thank you bye yeah you guys even if you don't have problems sleeping or anything meditation is just good It, it helps with all of this hello New York Hello. 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 New York. Okay, I'm put you back on hold. Um, start eight. I think some people are having problems getting through today. So I apologize for that. Hello, Florida. 
Yeah, it's, it's me again, Renata. It's Carrie. Sorry, I was in the kitchen doing something. I just wanted to comment on that lady, and I don't remember what her name was. I think she was from New York. She was talking about the spiritual warfare and that she was there to support others because hers basically disappeared through the warfare. I, I just agree with that 100% all the way across the board. My prayer life has increased significantly, and, and I attribute that to the targeting going way, way down, if not completely gone. So that's all I wanted to say because I did want to quote a scripture, and I can't do it verbatim right now, but it was the what was intended for harm and evil by the enemy, which this is spiritual warfare. God has turned into a blessing, something good for me, and it can do it for all of us, and glorifying him at the same time. So, uh, what, what is that scripture? Was meant for evil, God turns it to good, or something like that. Exactly. Know? And I keep getting through the spirit how to overcome evil with good, and it's by doing good. So that's where the prayer life comes in, even for the perpetrators, especially for them. Because God's going to forgive them. All they got to do is ask. Amen. Amen. That's all the comment I wanted to make. But what was that lady's name? Do you know who she was? I mean, she was very solid. She really stepped out and faced her. Yeah, that was her uh, first time calling in. I think it was um, Lisa. Okay. All right. Well, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm really enjoying listening to the people on your show today because there's a lot of uh, heavy-duty Christians in here. I'm not saying there aren't any heavy-duty ones, but I mean that really prayer life is key. It's just key. It is. It is. I agree. You know, really? and God, God is moving mountains. He's uh, His hand is all over this. There's no doubt in my my mind that He's on the throne, doing what He said He's going to do, and I can testify to that a hundred percent, just a hundred percent. Amen. Amen. All right, I'll Thank listen you. now. Okay. Thank you. Simone, are you listening? Start eight, Simone. I'm trying to find you. I don't know where you are. I think she's having a problem getting in. Some people are, so I do apologize, you guys. Hello? Hello? California? Hello, Annetta? Yes, hi. Hi, this is Kiko. Hey, Kiko, how are you? Oh, doing better, but I'm having some difficulty with my knee. I went to get a MRI um, and... It's just swollen, but it, I, I can make it. <laughs> oh, I hope you feel better, Kiko. Oh, I do. Um, I was kind of um, in grief about my sister, but I think I can come to some conclusion, closure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for those of you who do not know, Kiko recently lost her sister to um, an, a very aggressive form of cancer. And uh, she does believe that her sister was targeted, although her sister, you know, just didn't. I don't know. I don't think she didn't really know about targeting. But um, Kiko's grieving, so keep her in your prayers. Oh, thank you. Well, I know that because um, I, I was trying to tell her about the the targeting, and she was one that didn't, you know, didn't want to have anything to do with it. And, um, uh, you know, so... I think she thought that as long as she didn't pay attention to the targeting and some other things that that they'd leave her alone or something like that. But that didn't turn out that way. But And even in her health care, there were some places where um, I could have stepped in, but she didn't want me around. She didn't want me to have any 
decision or any kind of thing. So I had to be outside the circle, which was very hard. But, you know, so I've I've come to kind of accept it and move on and take care of myself. But yeah. I, I yeah, but I, I appreciate all the things that that you present in your um conference calls and I, I really feel that a lot of my healing has come from, you know, hearing and just just being able to talk on, you know, the talk shows and such. Yeah. No yes. problem. Yeah, so thank you very much, Renata, and, and, and thank you for uh you know, your phone calls have helped me quite a bit too. No problem. Um, thinking about your sister and how you said she just did, probably didn't want to deal with it at the beginning of this call when when we opened up in prayer, I prayed for my brother. I have several 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 family members who I am almost positive that they're targeted, but they just don't want to deal with it. And it's really sad because knowing um, what it is and and doing your research and learning about it, it really helps you, you know. But I look at my brother and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like they're just these perps, like they're just surrounding him with um, handlers and just annihilating him, you know? And yeah. he just doesn't, I don't know, just in denial or whatever. And it's just so sad and so hard to see. It really is because they're just having their way with him and and he's letting it happen. Not that it's his fault. I'm not saying that, but... You know, no one is everything. That's pretty much what I'm trying to say. No one is everything. And yeah. it's, it's just, it's, I mean, because you're not putting up any fight or any um, countermeasures or you're not doing anything to prevent anything if you're not believing that it's really happening. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's just bad. So. Yeah, that's what happened to my uh, my sister and also my, my uh, father. But, see, there was also old family dynamics that played into it. I mean, my sister and I had gotten along, but we weren't that close because my father, um, you know, started to mess with the dynamics. And so that only heightened the the distance when I was trying to warn them about things. So that didn't help. <laughs> and that was the hard yeah. part. That was the hard part to get over. But, you know, I kind of come to accept it. Yeah, well, make sure you do something um, every day to take care of yourself while you're grieving, um, but also do something in your sister's memo- uh, in her memory, and it'll make you feel better. I hope. Uh, yeah, I. Um, she wasn't much of a religious person, so she had her ashes scattered, uh, you know, uh, near the bay, and so I don't even have a grave to go to. But um, and her memorial service is going to be. In in August because I don't know my brother-in-law had some problems or something, so in the in the meantime, um, I just made a collage of pictures of when we were young because we were very close up to high school. Yeah, and I I, I talked to her in the morning. I said good morning, you know, <laughs> and that. Aww. Yeah, and uh, it helps me because it, it brings some sort of closure. Well, like I told you, I don't live far from you, so whenever you're ready, we can go release some balloons or something in her memory. Oh, thank you. That'd be really nice. You know, that's, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. So you have a nice week. Thank you. You too, Kiko. Call me if you like, okay? All right. Thank you. All right. Okay, start eight. We're going to wrap it up, you guys. Start eight if you'd like to speak. Hello? 
Anybody who heard my number, you can call. If it if it is a perk, which I do get them, <laughs> I know how to not answer my phone or hang up or whatever. I will say, do not block your number because I don't answer block calls. The last time I did, it was a racist. Um, well, you guys heard it. I put it on YouTube. It was some racist song. So wow. I, I, I try not to answer those calls, but uh, just don't block your number. And sure, you can call me. No problem. If I if I'm at work or something, I'll just call you back later. Thank you. And before I was just talking about um, like the hospital stay and uh, how like I don't know it was weird like my whole like suicide attempt you know turned into like a housing issue. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. I got and um, I don't know it's just it's just crazy. So I'm just glad there's other you know people coming together and you know helping each other. Yes, that's what it's all about. Helping one another to get through this. We need we need people. Like people need people. You know, we need yeah. human interaction. We need to be connected with other people, and that's why they have that isolation piece to disconnect us from everyone. But we need people, so we create our own support, and that's what we do here. We just try to help one another. And thank you. I, I look forward to hearing from you again. And thank you, everybody who shared. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, I'm put you on hold. Okay. Star 8, if you'd like to speak. Hello. Oregon. Hello. Hi, Suzanne. Yes, I got your message. Actually, I was on the line listening, so I did hear... um, what was being said, and I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful for people trying to be of help to me. I just will make it short. I I wanted to specifically, there was more than one, but specifically Donna, mm-hmm. I want to give you my permission to give her my number. Okay, I will. And if she's amenable, if she could give me hers, because I have... Uh, long distance package where I don't have a problem as far as making long distance calls. I don't remember exactly where she was calling from, but in case she has a problem, um, um, Donna is actually in Oregon as well. I don't know which part. Well, she- that caught my attention as well. I, yeah. I caught the Eugene, and yeah. I think she said a few things that I can identify with, and I thought since I don't have anybody to talk to that would understand this other than to, let's say, call and listen to your program, um, I would very much like somebody that I could speak to on occasion where maybe I can be of help to them and maybe they can be of help to me and uh, some of our shared experiences. I would very much like that. I have nobody. Well, I'll tell you this. I have known um, Donna and her fiancé, James. I've known them for many years now, and they are lovely people. So you're going to really enjoy talking to Donna. She's just beautiful. 
Um, and so I'll make sure that you get her number, and I'll make sure I give uh, her your her your number. Okay, thank you so much, and thank thank you also of uh, the others that are still on the line. That everything that they tried to address, including my issues, um, mm-hmm. with little or no particular information, but just some of the topics that have been brought up uh, caught my attention because I've experienced them as well. Um, The caller after Donna, I think, I've forgotten her name. Maybe it was Leslie. I'm not sure, but she was talking about the social services and the hospitals, uh, medical staff, and so on, I believe. That was Um, Lauren. Mm -hmm. Lauren. I know exactly what she's talking about. Now, I don't, I can't say one way or the other as to her talking about identity theft, although I have experienced that in the past, but it was not related to the medical community or social services as far as I know. However, I would not be surprised. Um, But insofar as some of the interactions that she talked about, I know exactly what she's talking about because I've been through it for the last few years. I'm still going through it. Um, and those people are part of this. So um, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's it's every aspect of life. It's every aspect of life can be uh, controlled. Yeah, It affects people. And I, so I know what she's talking about. Fraud, uh, smear campaigns, you name it. Lack of... of uh, proper medical care, negligence, you name it. And they all do it. They all, you learn after time. They know what they're doing. Yes. Now, maybe some don't. I can't make that a blanket statement. Maybe some are being used and they don't know it. But there are plenty that do know what they're doing and it is beyond belief. They can stand there, look you straight in the eye and lie to you. So I I know how devastating that can be, and there's no way at that point that you can easily counteract it or or fight back because it just uh, gives them more power. So it's like you almost at that moment have to ignore and walk away or do the best you can to stand your ground depending on what's being presented to you. But uh, I would very much, at, at least since Donna made the offer, like to get in touch with her because I think also the fact that we're from the same state, there's a lot of corruption in this state, Oregon. Yeah. And a lot of it extends to every single state, county, governmental agency that there is. So uh, it's just mind-blowing. Well, I'm going to give you, after this call, I'll call you to give you her number. Is your phone a a cell phone? Can I text? No, it's a landline. And okay, I don't have you. any special features on it, particularly. I have voicemail. No uh, problem. I will call you and give you uh, Donna's number. Okay. Oh, thank you, and I'll 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 try to get it as fast as I can before somebody takes it off, because yeah. they also tamper with my phone and my messages. Well, if, if for some reason you lose it, just call me and I'll give it to you. Oh, thank Again. you. I don't. I know you're very busy. I know you're very okay, busy, I'll, I'll, I'll and I don't time. want to interrupt your life. What free time you have with your family or for yourself? Um, 
Yeah, but I will take the time to give you her number, you know, if you lose it or whatever. Okay, then that's a backup. All right. And thank you so much, and thank you, everybody, for sharing. We all learn the different methods and different areas that where people are attacked, and it's just mind-blowing. But I, again, I agree. Uh, God is the only answer. Yes, he is. Okay, I'm going to put you in hold. We're going to wrap it up, you guys. We went kind of over today. So All right. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold a second. I'm All right. A little, little bit of motivation, and then we will close. Okay. Let's see how Miss Hart is doing. Hello? Hart? Well, you come on the call. Hey. Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. I just That's saw you good. in. I thought I would check in with you, see how everything is going. Things are going okay. I I had a real interesting um, thing to happen today. Um, uh-huh. Another and, interesting thing, you mean? A weird thing with the call. It wouldn't let me uh, put my uh, caller ID in. It just kept asking for it over and over and over. I was on the call for about an hour, and then, oh. and then it hung up, and the, the the call just hung up. And then when I kept trying to call back, it just kept asking me for my caller ID, and then it just kept giving me all this information on the prompt, like I had never yes. heard before about how you can do this and you can do that. You can dial in five minutes before the call and. It was strange. So anyway, I just took a chance and called back in, you know, about 10 minutes ago just to see if I could dial uh, dial back in again. Yeah, it's something strange going on with the call today because uh, there were people who were on the call, but I could not see them. I couldn't see, like, the state they were from. I couldn't mute them. I couldn't unmute them. Then people are texting me saying that they're on the call and they're pressing star eight, but I don't see them. So it's something going on with talk show, and I apologize to you guys. Um, it, it tells um, me it tells me like more people that's on the call than I can see. It says like fifty something people are on the call, but I don't see fifty something people. So I don't know what's right. going on. Right. Yeah. Well, I just took a chance to call back in because uh, my heart uh, really went out to the lady um, who was talking about her son, her situation with her son. And, you know, this thing that's, is so, that's the person who was just talking right before you. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Yeah, this thing is so pervasive. Um, and, and you know, someone was, was wondering the other day, I was saying how the targets don't, we're not able to get together physically, that what we have at this point is the call, you know, it's the support call where we're only able to, connect by telephone and by internet and by computer or whatever, but we're, we're not able to connect, um, you know, uh, physically in a support setting. Uh, and so that person had a very interesting uh, take. They said, well, you know, uh, just like AA got started, it seems like there ought to, somebody ought to have enough financial backing to be able to put together 
the you know some support groups in in each city so that mm-hmm. people can come together. And I had to explain in that moment that part of the takedown program is to make sure the target doesn't have resources because yeah. they don't have anything to fight with. That's part of the takedown because if you've got something to fight with, you can expose, okay? And if you can expose, that uh, takes away the tenets of the entire program. So, mm-hmm. you know, what? Uh, it's, but it's just interesting that people don't understand the diabolical death of the warfare that we're in every day. And I thank God that I get it. I get it. And, you know, I, I was just, you know, I was sharing how I have prayed specifically for God to teach me how to drive in California because the vehicular harassment is so pervasive and, yeah. and, and how he is doing that, you know, how the Holy Spirit will just gently nudge me, caution, uh, watch this, watch that. No, I don't drive a green green anymore. I know that people are capable of trying to set me up in the accidents, trying to literally run over me, run me off the road. I know that uh, I don't like to drive long distances because I know that they're capable of hitting me with a directed energy weapon uh, from the, you know, from the satellite or, or from behind me in a vehicle. So my best bet is to be cautious and vigilant. I can't stop it all, but I can be aware. And if we have these physical support groups, look at how the awareness level would build because we could physically be there for each other, which is a whole another level of support. But, you know, um, the person is right. This thing is pervasive. It touches every area of your life. And people can call me. See, this is where God has delivered me. I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care if they think I'm crazy. Every time I walk out, I look like a million dollars. I know this, and I will keep doing this because there's a reason for that. But I, I was in a situation the other day, and the police officer, some, some gang stalkers trying to create the, uh, an accident, and uh, the, I was just so fly that the police officer, he couldn't, all he could say is that, you know, that you look distinguished. It didn't look uh-huh. like I'm out in my uh, vehicle trying to create an accident. And the woman looked like an idiot. But the problem is this. If we don't keep our spirit life together where God is speaking to us and we can hear him and we can take advantage of the nuggets that he gives us, of the little things that he tells us to do, if we, if we don't keep that spiritual part intact, that's where we miss out. And I, when I tell you he is leading, guiding, and directing, and that whole thing. Today I was out, and I know I'm rambling, but I try to say a lot in a, a small space of time. Today I was outside. There was a drone, a helicopter, and a small private plane, all within minutes, circling each other right over my head. So oh, that okay. means to me that I am truly a hard target. They are investing a lot into me. And, 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 you know, I know that they have the capability of stopping my heart at some point. I know what they have the capability of doing. But my thing is to be right with the Lord, to have it settled where I'm going to spend eternity, and to do the best that I can while I'm still on this side. And they're not going to win with me. I'm sorry. They're not going to win with me in terms of me going crazy and getting depressed and falling down and falling apart because 
Jesus Christ was the first T.I. He was stopped, literally, and set mm-hmm. up and defamed and chased around. And, and, and so I'm no better than he, and I believe in him. So, you know, this whole thing is going to come down at some level. I'm listening back-to-back to all of these different um, videos where you've got high-level people now, smart people, mm-hmm. uh, brainiacs, scientists, you know, uh, political types, journalist types, uh, people that are talking about this and exposing it, and the more it's talked about, the more it's going to catch hold. And I have faith to believe that. And even though it may be too far gone, this may be the total preempt to the New World Order, where, you know, where this is the same where Jesus returns, I don't know, but I know this. We have been chosen to fight a very specific battle that relates to prophetic end times. And if we keep our head in that Bible, if we keep our heart close to Jesus Christ, he ain't going to let us down. He's not going to let us just be sitting down. Even if I can't do nothing about it, I appreciate him favoring me enough to let me get a hold of the information and to be that person that has a heart for research. I don't take the Internet for granted. You know, I eat the watermelon, but I spit out the seeds. There's a lot of garbage out there, but it's a lot of viable information to grow us in our understanding of what this is about. So I just praise God for everything. I thank God for you, Renata. When the lady was saying, thanking you for, you know, how you've, you know, been a help to her personal life, you've done that for me. You're my rock. You've been the one person in the world. You know more about me than my own family. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) So, you know, you're truly my sister, and I praise God and thank him for you. And I just want to encourage every T.I. on this line that, you know, there is hope. Keep your heart together. Keep your mind together. Exercise. Eat as, eat right as much as you can. Be, be careful of the vices creeping up on you. Know that there is no fix-all like the fix-all of the spirit life. And just keep your, keep your head you know, keep your head to the sky. Keep your head grounded. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. I thank God for you, too, because we talk a lot, and um, and you really helped me through it, and all of you guys do. I'm telling you, I, whew, if it wasn't for this call, for the Lord and this call, um, I don't know. I don't know what I would do because I really, I really need the support. I'm the type of person that needs support. Like I believe in therapy. I really do. If I could find a, a, a good righteous therapist that wouldn't be in on my targeting, like that one I had, I did have one that was good, but they put her out of business. But the other one, he was in on the targeting. But if I could find a good one, I'd be in the therapy chair at least once a week. I believe in therapy. So this has been my therapy. It really has. It really helps me through. So I give God the glory for everything that he um, allows me to do. I really do. I really do. One of the things um, when I discovered my targeting, one of the things that same day, it was a Sunday, that I um, discovered my targeting. And I vowed to the Lord that I I would live my life in service to others because I realized that it's not about me. You know, like the targeting is personal on me and it's personal on each and every target. But it, there's a big picture here. Like this is about world domination, trying to take over the world, you know. And I'm just not willing to just lay down and just give 
my life to anybody. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to release my mind to anybody. I'm not giving in to mind control. I'm just, I'm just not, you know? And I just yeah. want to just live my life helping other people because that's very rewarding to me. And that also helps to, to for us to move forward and to, to come out of ourselves and just just give that because we all gotta we all have to have to help to to get over this thing because this is this is big this is huge what yeah. we're going through you know but if we all work together we can we can get it done and I'm just amazed I, I just look at all these um, herps and all these foot soldiers that that the, that the devil has out there. And I say to myself, boy, the devil sure has some real faithful people, some real faithful. They don't speak out. They don't reveal the secrets. They do exactly what they're told. They're faithful to the devil. And that's how we have to be to God. We have to be faithful servants. We really do. And sometimes I wonder, like, where's God's people? Why are we running afraid, you know? We need to be out there standing up. And those that believe in the word and have read the word, especially Book of Matthew and the Book of Revelation, she's already given us a bird's eye view of what's to come. And we can't match this up. All these ministers, you know, you know how I feel about them with their five hundred one three C status, scared to death to give up that little subsidy, so yeah. they won't tell the people the truth. And so, you know, I, I have I have changed in a way that I never thought I would change. If organized religion, religion is not going to serve me and serve up a, a, a also the truth of what God's word says, I'm not wasting my time assembling myself among them. I'm not because I need every minute to count now. I'm not sitting in your congregation with your with your clubs and then become targeted in there too with all your little shenanigans and paid paid uh, foot soldiers to mess with me. I'm not doing it. Uh, I, I have yeah, I'm not doing it. So. You know, we just have to wake up um, and understand that this thing is bigger than us. And if we don't help, I'm looking at all the people that's putting their lives on the line, doing what they can. They've made the same resolve you've made, Renata. Uh, some of these guys, they have made the same, most of them, that, you know what, if I'm going out, I'm going out. But guess what? I'm not going out of punk. <laughs> right. You don't get some trouble. You're going to have some trouble out of me. I'm not just going to lay it down like that Mm-mm. for you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And I really believe the mark of the beast at this point, uh, I think the mark of the beast is a spiritual mark, I believe. That mark is uh, some of these dang stalkers that's chasing people around, and they've already sold their souls. There's no hope for them. They've already sealed their fate. They can't come back at this point. Right. I believe that. A lot of them said, okay, I'm going to get what I can get out of it on this side and just just see what happens on the other side. And what they don't know, they got a burning, everlasting hell waiting on them with no redemption and no remedy. Right. I really it's like not- what, um, what was her name? What Carrie, I think her name was Carrie from Florida. I believe this might have been our first time calling in, not sure. But um, she was sharing with us earlier that she was a long-time drug abuser and yeah. you know, other, other things went along with that lifestyle, of course. Um, but I really like what she said because as she was talking, I was saying to myself, she gets it. Because she was saying, had that not happened, 
had the targeting not happened, she wouldn't be where she is today because the targeting caused her to give up the drugs, you know, and to get her life back on track. And now she's working. She's doing better. She said her targeting is at an all-time low for her. And I'm like, you know what? She gets it. Like, I get that, too. If this yeah. hadn't happened in my life, I wouldn't definitely wouldn't be where I am spiritually. Yeah. And I wouldn't be walking in my purpose, which I feel to be my purpose. You know, so some good has come out of this bad, which the Bible says the good and the bad will work together for those who love the Lord. So yeah. I hope people get that. Like you can get some good out of this bad experience, and I know that's going to make some people mad because I've gotten text messages about saying things like that. But I was glad when this lady said that today because she gets it, and I do too. And I hope that everybody else does, that this does not have to be a terrible experience, not minimizing it, because it is a bad experience. I hate it and all of that. But God does things in miraculous ways, not saying that he brought this to your life, but he allows whatever's happening to us. God allows because he has all the power. He can change any situation he wants to change. But for some reason, for me, he said, this is, this is, this is the fight I want to have you in. This is, this is where I want you to do your work in this targeted community. I don't know if people get that, but I was really glad when that lady said that because I get it. She's right. She's very right. Like, good things, I don't know how to describe it. I just hope you guys get it. I was glad that she said that because it's everything that happens in our life, our purpose, because we're, we're called. I believe that we're all, all TIs are called. And the Bible says we are, I believe we're all chosen. So the Bible says we're called according to his purpose. Not your purpose, not what you want, not my purpose, not what I want, but we're called according to God's purpose. And I believe, for me, the targeting is where my purpose is supposed to manifest. I do. I really believe that. And I, I never would have learned to... I never would have learned to depend on God. My faith would never have been at the level that it's been. Had right. this um, horrific something, I mean, in our wildest dreams, you know, who would, have, who would have thought this would happen to them? You know, you, you, you do everything right to matriculate through school and, 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 and assimilate in society, and, and you get that the best job you ever had, and, and, and you just think you've done it all right. You, you, you're okay. And, and, and so you, it's easy to be, start thinking that all the good choices you made are serving you. Yeah, all the good choices you made are serving you to an extent until that day when you find out. And think about it. I was targeted for 10 years before I knew it, 10 years at least, at least before I knew what was going on. But you know what I want to share real quick, Renata? What, mm-hmm. what I was never, what was never a part, the strangest thing in the world, I was never afraid. Mm-hmm. I was never scared. I was never, uh, I, when I was from day one, there was a righteous indignation that always prevailed in my spirit. Like, and I always thought it was just the one factor, just the district attorney's office, you know, the, the solicitor's office, trying to hide and cover up my husband's death. I never thought it was an organized network of crime. 
no, of experimentation upon people. I never thought that. So when that reality came to me, I still was never afraid. I was just always, how dare them? How dare them do this to, to people? You know, mm-hmm. and, and I, you know, there are times when I got mad, but I was never that fearful thing, oh, they're going to kill me, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. They had already taken the most precious thing in the world to me. I always felt like, okay, so, you know, you take me out now, okay. But the thing about it is that I never would have gone and say, I never would have, uh, I never would have known what's really going on in the world. I never would have known. I still would have been watching uh, some goofy stuff on television. First thing I gave up was TV. I still would have been watching goofy stuff on TV and distracted and thinking that the world I live in is the ideal world and we live in a democratic society and and if I send money to feed the children, they're going to get the money. <laughs> and, you know, I never would have known. I remember thinking that too. <laughs> yes. I still would have been thinking. I still would have had rose-colored glasses on. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And I I still would have been thinking that those poor people in third world countries was because that's, their governments was doing that to them and uh, AIDS was, not something manufactured in a lab, but it was just the unfortunate thing that happened. I would have been thinking all that stuff. I never would have understood that it's by design in the uh, impoverished uh, communities that there's a church and a liquor store on every corner, but there ain't no real help for nobody. You know, the churches ain't telling the people nothing to get them free. So it's right. just, it's just, I would have still been. And once you become enlightened, you can't never go back to sleep. There is a power, there is a confidence that you have. I look at people, it changes the way I deal. I don't go around saying people. Because I'm like, you sleep, I'm not wasting my time with you. And not the right. to talk about, I'm going to pray for you, but I'm not going to be sitting close in with you, wasting my time with you, because you ain't got nothing to do. You have no right. truth to share, and you ain't going to help nobody. I'm right. sorry, I'm your dear part. <laughs> but anyway, no, you know. You know me and those planes, girlfriend. This this is uh this is me having my my love making session. You too funny. So but anyway, thank you for letting me speak, honey, and I just pray that the TIs are, are doing as best as can be expected and, and some breakthroughs are happening for some of them. Yes. I think people okay. are doing well. People are doing well. Yes. Thank you very much. All right, baby. Bye-bye. Okay, did anyone else want to speak? Star 8, before we close. Star 8, we went over today. All right, let me just give a little bit of motivation from The Daily Motivator, which you can find at greatday.com. I love Ralph Marston. He's one of my favorite. I've been going to his website for years for uh, motivation. So this one is called Turn It Around. When some part of life disappoints you, turn it around. Turn your disappointment into determination. If your effort is not moving you in the desired direction, turn it around. Learn from what has not worked and gain insight into what will work. Anytime someone is rude, unpleasant to you, turn it around. Be the strong one who puts respect, consideration, tolerance, politeness into the situation. Where there is confusion, disarray, 
ambiguity, turn it around. By adding focus and positive direction, you can add great value. There is much energy in every person, place, situation, idea you encounter. And there is always much you can do to point that energy toward a beneficial outcome. Instead of complaining or running away from negative situations or making it into an excuse, take the better option. Turn it around. I like that. I love Ralph Marston. He's so pleasant. Um, You know, I just feel that in all of the research that we do, which probably 99.9% of our research has to do with targeting, we should also be researching things like this. Um, I'm forever researching motivation and how to uplift myself and positive affirmations and scriptures, and we should uh, add that to our uh, to our research because these are the things that are going to help us to move forward. A lot of therapists and people with knowledge in, in these um, areas, they, they post stuff on the Internet, um, and it can really help us. So this one, where he's talking about turning things around, I do believe that we can turn our entire situation around. I really do. I think if we, if every single targeted individual in the world were to focus their attention on the Lord, number one, um, raise their vibrational level um, to the highest vibration possible, I think that this whole targeting thing can be dismantled and turned around. I really do. I honestly do. Uh, for our individual situations, a lot of what we go through, it can be turned around. If we stop and we think and we refocus our attention and we pull out all our resources, um, drop all the excuses, stop feeling like the perpetrators have all the power, we can turn things around, just like he's saying in this article. I'm telling you, the Bible tells us that faith can move mountains. And um, I've seen the impossible happen in my life, what I felt was impossible, I'll say. Um, And I do know that a lot of things that we go through get sabotaged and monkey wrenches get thrown in there. I've experienced it. I do experience it on a regular basis. But I have more faith in God than I will ever have in man, especially a perpetrating man (laughs) or woman, for that matter. Um, So I just choose to walk out on faith, and uh, some things work out for me and some things don't. But I know that my life is in God's hands, and I tell him that, you know, and I trust him. So um, I know that he will and has turned things around for my good. So we just have to keep believing that and um, keep looking for solutions. Just be a solution-oriented type person Um, instead of buying into that naysayer um, way of thinking. You know, they want us to walk around with that defeatist attitude. Nothing will change. Everybody's against me. Well, there there are quite a few bad people coming against us. That's just the truth. Um, But there's some good people out there too. So like Sophia Stewart said, when you walk into a room, uh, a crowded room of people, you look for that one person that's going to help you. Don't worry about the 99 that's coming against you. Look for that one. You know, you go somewhere, uh, you have to go to court or a situation like that, you pray to God, Lord, have have that one person that's living for you to deal with me. You know, when my daughter's in the hospital, which thank God she hasn't been this year, but she was an awful lot in the past, 
I would pray, Lord, please send some Christian people to 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 deal with her. You know, to uh, some Christian nurses, some nice people. You know, you have to encounter with the police. Lord, please send that one Christian police, that one that's going to do the right thing. You know, that's how we turn things around. We have to pray and believe. We have to believe. You have to, you have to believe. You know, and if things don't work out the way you think they should, then just know that maybe that wasn't God's plan. Maybe that's your plan, but maybe that was not his plan. I'm so, so very, going back to the lady who spoke earlier, I'm just so encouraged by her, um, Carrie from Florida. How she was saying, the Lord turned her whole situation around. She said she was into all kinds of things, prostitution, drug abuse, life's a crime, all kinds of stuff she talked about. And she's doing so well. The Lord blessed her with a job, a good job, and she's happy. So just believe that things can be turned around, even this thing that seems so impossible. With God, all things are possible. Amen. You guys have a great week. I'm so happy to be back. I can't wait to talk to you guys next Sunday. So have a great week, you guys. And stay strong, everybody. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.